You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 3, Episode 1. Tonight we're going to start uh, in the Dresden Files by starting with city and character creation. This session I anticipate will probably be mostly city creation. <coughs> um, uh, we might actually finish with city creation and one night we'll start with a character creation. I anticipate, I should say that we hope to um, do city and character creation in two sessions. It took us four last time, but we were reading the book page by page as we did it. So there was a lot of like looking things up and figuring it out as we went along. Now that we've done it, we know it, we've played several sessions in it. Um, I think we can do that. And we have a starting point of the city we already created, which we may use um, a little, a lot, or entirely uh, what we already did. I just printed out a new, um, uh, I just printed out a new uh, city worksheet, which I will go grab, like, now. Cool. And, uh, awesome. and I'll bring it down, and then we will get started. Oh I feel like, so what's the, like, what's that output of city building? Um, uh, we have a city. It grabs our thing. It creates our setting, which um, allows us to define was it nine, nine places so much um, that essentially, because we can't, we could just say, okay, you find some guys here. We have nine like core locations. This is the one that we came up with before. I'm glad um, you asked, Andrew. And uh, good segue. Uh, it, I, it should be a good reminder for us. The first thing that we will locations. do is the high-level um, city. Our city is going to have a name. It's going to be San Francisco. Um, uh, because we or all like doing San Francisco. Is it San Francisco? It could be San Francisco. Or it could be San Francisco. I like San Francisco. The only thing I don't like about San Francisco is it doesn't have the system name in it. So I like putting Dresden in there, but it's hard to. Can we do Sam, the Dresden Files role-playing game? Francisco. San Sam, the Dresden Files role-playing game by Evil Hat Games. Francisco. Francisco. San Francisco. So we can spend the entire next week on Slack brainstorming the name. So the final output that we're going to get here, and we're going to go, we'll go step by step is our city is going to have um, three themes or threats, which are gonna be, gonna serve as the sort of cornerstone, at least in the beginning of our uh, like stories that happen in the city. Uh, and we'll go over what the difference between a theme and a threat is. You want at least one of each, and there'll be two of uh, the other one. We're also gonna sort of establish the, uh, the balance of power in the city. We're gonna establish what the supernatural status quo is and what the mundane status quo is. Then we define um, some movers and shakers in the city, different, Entities, um, groups of people uh, uh, of some sorts could be like the police force, uh, the Red Court, uh, vampires, etc., etc. Uh, we had hipster wizards before, um, and basically they get put they get put on this on this two axis little chart here. You write it in where either they're in the know or they're in the dark as far as the supernatural world, and then do they want to maintain the status quo or do they want to rock the boat? And it sort of gives us this nice little 
this little matrix where we get to see, ah, right, we've got these people here and they're here because they don't like the status quo. They want to change it. Or you've got like the red court that are really invested in the way things currently are. They want it to stay the same. And it makes it real nice for the GM and for like on the fly story creation, figuring out who would be involved in a particular conflict. You can look here, it becomes very natural. So it's a, it's a cool way of sort of creating this this backdrop that we'll be playing in. I think then, it's also a good opportunity to think about the kinds of adventures you want because these are are the forces that we will be interacting with. Yes. Mm -hmm. So like, if you really these, want these, police stuff, yeah. throw the police The movers stuff. and shakers, we want to go fairly, um, we want to have a lot of them. Yeah. They don't yeah. all have to be involved in our themes or threats because they should be like a lot of, but, but we can always write in a new mover or shaker anytime yeah. it makes sense. And, it's, and like, it's more than that, right? Like, if someone wants to maintain the status quo of being in the dark, then that's more of like an investigative campaign, right? Yeah. Whereas if they're just trying to rock the boat, you're constantly like putting out fires across the city. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. So if there's if there's something you're really interested in being in the campaign, this is a good time to put it in yeah. early. And I will um, I will read from our previous one because we yeah. we spent a long time and came up with some cool ideas and a lot of it may just make sense to translate right over or we may have gone you know what I would have liked it to be a little different than we had it before um, so uh, and actually I forgot so that's what that's what we're gonna come up with first then we actually jump over to character creation then we come back to location creation right. in the city because we want to create the characters and then the the key locations the nine locations that we're gonna define that will end up being the majority of the set pieces are gonna um, largely be based on what happened in people's backstories. Because we're gonna wanna use locations that are important to each individual character and pairs of characters and triplets of characters and make sure that their location becomes a recurring set piece in the campaign by defining it as a location. Then each location gets a theme or threat, um, an aspect, and then a, a face or two, which means a person or two that's associated with that. So we end up with this rich tapestry of a bunch of places, people that are involved in those places, organizations, and how they, what their sort of high-level involvement in the city is, some big themes and threats of the city itself, uh, and then we dive, uh, we dive deep into the faces um, if we want to. We didn't actually get to that before because that can sort of be flushed out later. This map was made um, by homophobes. So that's the, that's the whole thing. No Castro. <laughs> um, it is an old man. It's like, I don't know, it was second hand. I probably had it for like 10, 15 years. Maybe 10 years. Sure. Yeah, so, now that we've ended the momentum. <laughs> okay, so uh, let me grab a book and we'll start going through um, step by step. I remember it mostly. Thank you. Yeah, surprisingly, there's, no, there's got to be a copyright. Um, Not that kind of date, but thank you. The basics, city creation. Okay, getting ready to make your city. Blah, 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 blah. What about inventing a city? Remember, they discourage renting a city, inventing a city. Familiarize and discuss. Research your city. Travel. Hit the books. Electronic media. Blah, blah, blah. They want you to do what we've done here. They want you to look up things. Find things in the history of the city. On the travel stuff, we did the idea of maybe making some field trips on some weekends. Yeah, yeah people are definitely interested in that. Especially once we get some specific locations down. Like, oh, the Opera House. It'd be fun to, like... Whoever's available, let's get the Opera House Saturday afternoon. Yeah. I was say, we could also just go to Chinatown and have some dim sum. Yeah. Like, um, very low impact. Because like like then when we use those locations later, we all have a real vivid like sort of picture of it. Okay, so ready? The very first thing we're going to do is themes and threats. Okay? So um, once we've picked our city and we have some idea of what, it, uh, of what looks um, like fun, so we're going to write in San Francisco. 
Um, we are going to fill it in with all sorts of problems the PC will have to contend with. Uh, they come in two types, themes and threats. Themes are problems that have been around for a long time, long enough that the people almost take them for granted. Threats, on the other hand, are problems new to the city, sometimes so new that hardly anyone knows about them. At this stage, you're going to come up with about three of these problems for the city overall. You also do this um, a bit more with each location within the city. So while working on your city, we recommend using some scrap paper for your initial idea, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so here are the, uh, the important differences. So we'll start with just a theme since we need at least one of each. Yeah. So a city's theme is a statement about something that recurs in the stories we tell about a city. It uh, could be something that the mortal population tells uh, about themselves and their city, or it might be something that the supernatural denizens talk about behind the scenes. Some themes are general, themes, um, things everyone talks about, even if not everyone is directly affected. A city known for corrupt politicians might have a theme like, if he's a politician, he's mobbed up. Some themes are more specific to a group in the city. A college town with a notorious fraternity of wealthy troublemakers might have, if the beta alpha cheese want it, they get it. Um, some themes are about cautionary tales people tell each other. Imagine the city where, if a pretty girl wanders alone at night, don't expect to see her again, is a theme. Okay, you'll probably notice that each of these themes is a little dark, a little <laughs> troublesome. There are two reasons for this. First, your heroes need something to struggle against. Mobbed up politicians and cruel dilettantes are the sort of stories that happen, but people don't want to have happen. Perfect for your heroes. Second, there's a real sense of accomplishment that happens when, at the end of a story, one of these themes gets turned into something positive. Themes should feel like firm, uh, should feel firm and hard to get rid of. If a single person is the mastermind behind some theme and defeating the person would change the city overnight, it's probably not strong enough to be a theme. Someone else should always be around to fill a vacuum of power left by the PCs. Thus, dealing with a theme is about something bigger than any single conflict. So, those are themes. As a quick uh, refresher, um, we came up with one theme before and we did the old must be destroyed to make way for the new. Uh, sort of representing our, our gentrification and sort of the, you know, all, all of that theme in San Francisco. So I think at this point it makes sense to well. Did we like that theme before? So use thinking about that again, think about as that being the gateway to kinds of things that we, could do. we will be interacting with in the game. One reason I would support that theme is because I think it it has a wonderful Venn diagram crossover of actual San Francisco and supernatural, and I think it'd be fun to deal with old supernatural San Francisco, which is under threat of this new San Francisco. So you can have that gentrification on both sides of the supernatural. Exactly. The real world, which we see happening now, and then the supernatural world, where it's like the young the young startups in the supernatural side are also trying to push out the old established powers. It also leads to things like, in real world, a mountain lion coming down into a city and causing havoc because it's, uh, its territory is being infringed upon. In this game, what kind of supernatural things would come out of the woodworks because they're supernatural territory. territory? Yeah, starting to develop in sure, part of Golden Gate Park. Yeah. Golden Gate Park yeah. is like going to do a bunch of you know forest yeah. creatures. And we also like, whatever. Like one thing I was thinking about is that what if the new techies created like a drug that could induce normal mortals with like a stint of supernatural yeah. ability, and they just unknowingly like roofie these people at bars, and yeah. then they like have this power they can't control. So yeah, some, to, some, I think it leads to a lot of cool yeah. ideas, a lot of cool conflicts where it's not necessarily that the old is good or bad and the new is good or bad, but this idea of the old must be gotten rid of in terms of magic is a big threat. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, I like it because it, um, it addresses a, a significant part of modern 
real life San Francisco is facing right now. So we get we get some of that. It becomes a sort of interesting as we see real news happening. It can be very much sort of inspired by what's our sort of supernatural sort of version of that thing, or maybe that thing exactly that we address in the game. The only um, question is that is that more of a theme or a threat? Like, that's good, that's more of a theme. theme. Yeah. Yeah, and remember the theme is threatening. You know, a girl shouldn't walk alone at night is a rather sexist theme. Can I bring something up uh, as as a thought? Uh, Those those, uh, examples that they gave were a bit more specific than the one we came up with, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Is, I'd say that's is that okay? That was my thought. We, we did just come up with like three specific examples of what that would look like in the game, so I think it's. But okay. but she's but she's right that this is this, the if those three examples could yeah. be the theme instead, because as it is, gentrification as a as a. <clears throat> broad concept they do talk about it shouldn't be a single conflict that gets rid of it but it mm-hmm. should be potentially possible to to put an end to that theme right yeah, the old megways from there is probably too broad yeah all and of their examples is too boring all of these examples if he's a politician he's mobbed up super difficult to address but definitely something that like you could fix the corruption in the city so we you could like turn it sever into two themes or a theme and a threat so we could have something like i'm not saying this is a good one but Supernatural coming out of the woodwork, or supernatural losing its. You say make it a theme like and a threat. So, or its we could split it yeah. into two things. If that idea, is oh, too we, big, like, we right, don't have to get of... rid of the idea. No, I don't. But think we can no, I, turn it I like into the idea. Things. I think, but I think it makes sense to zoom in a bit. Uh-huh. Like, pick one of these things that we sort of like. Like, instead of saying it's on the supernatural side and it's on the mortal side, and it can be done maybe this way, maybe those. it should yeah. be a specific, okay. a specific thing. I like that vibe. I think I the like supernatural the is more interesting. I like this. Say you liked what? I liked the cops being corrupt. Uh, I think time. we'll definitely, especially when we get to movers and shakers, so, if not yeah. make it one of these explicit things. Right. So just. I want to put a star. Let's next make note of that. that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Zooming in what on if, this, I think you're. Two, is it more interesting? Um, I think the supernatural no, impact they, they, is more like, interesting for our characters. But we could have something like. Let's do one, one at a time. Everyone's got good ideas. I want to be able to hear them all. Something okay. in in the vein of the the new tech culture or whatever is is threatening old magic traditions or something like that, where we're still using the the because um, that whole the whole framework of the old must be destroyed to make way for the new. Read their examples again. Framework. So I think I think we're also not going quite sinister enough, right? Because their yeah. examples More are sinister. if he's a politician, he's mobbed up. So that's if corruption. the beta alpha cheese want it, they get it. That's like and if a pretty girl wanders alone at night, corruption. don't expect to see her again. Yeah, right, so those are examples. Corrupt politicians. We're Spirit talking people can you know, po- powerful families that, that are. Well, we're talking yeah. people being assaulted. Yeah. Uh, right. So something about the supernatural world, literally like going crazy or being forced to be aggressive. The supernatural world has become aggressive in the face of gentrification or whatever. Something That's, like that could, could be one. I also like yeah. in terms of the the, yeah, the sinister thing. I actually like the idea of kind of the the young and foolish kind of thing of of not necessarily techies, but but basically a group meddling with powers they don't understand mm. something as like a, as a as a source of danger yeah. because it's like you know it's people it's you have a group that is th- that mentality of experimentation and 
don't know how uh, to like, in, phrase it, but like the tech, like, like the San Francisco, thing. where the young and Are, naive go to be eaten. Like, like they're, like they're exper- <laughs> experimenting with magic that yeah. that is going out of control. Do we want that to be part of the same thing? I feel like that's a, well, that could we're be circling a separate it. piece we're of that. We, we, yeah. Do we want to keep trying to zoom in on gentrification to figure that out? Do we want to table the idea of gentrification? Maybe go somewhere else and I see if the other one comes on back. This one. You I think close? Okay. Okay. What do you guys think I, I about the, the thing making it threatening by having focusing on the reaction of the supernatural to gentrification? I would say not reaction, but I want to look at consequences Con- of it. Or consequences. Actually, like you... what's happening to the city or to the people in the uh, city as a result of yeah, um, whatever the specific thing displaced, is. Displaced supernatural powers, essentially. If Golden Gate Park was home to a fae, a, a fae group, and they paved over it, it's kind of like, okay, now they are... So for example... Now they're on the street and they're causing causing havoc. Yeah. Because uh, their homes have been bulldozed. So, so it was built like, on an Indian burial ground. Exactly. So exactly. it's like, it's like the, it's like the, the old powers, it's, it's like the old powers, um, the old powers getting pushed out and they don't like it. I, and they're I fighting like back. That so that, that can't, like Kevin's that. idea of that, it's actually like new tech coming in. Yeah. Right? Like, so the equivalent of like some company just started, made billions of dollars, and now they have all this power to sort of throw around, where now you have like all these young yuppies with lots of power. So are they, I are think they the, the way that tech comes in is when we get to are they, the, are they the antagonist. I yeah. think the, the okay. new tech comes in more as an organization, mm. uh, unless we want that as mm. I think if we're going to bring in the new tech, that's a separate threat or theme. Well, maybe if we're trying to get specific, because we could have the old powers are being forced out, or you you put it are being displaced, and or they don't like out. it. And then the next thing can well, be uh, the, the the new tech industry is uh, moving into territory where it doesn't belong, or or dealing with powers it doesn't know how to handle, or something I like wanna, that. So I want to I want to add to this, um, or or add a, another hat <laughs> to to the ring here. Um, a thought that just occurred to me when you were talking about you were both talking about like a tech industry kind of thing moving in and trying to think of that as like an antagonist. I'm thinking. It might be interesting if in their pursuit for whatever they're producing, they're either actively antagonizing the um, magical community, either mm. by assaulting them, using them in some way, or something like that, which is going to be, uh, firstly, really bad for the supernatural people. And then the supernatural people are obviously going to be retaliating against the, you know, Mondays. And then... You, you have basically that whole powder keg starting up. I like that. I think I think, I think it's very unrelated from the, the overall gentrification oh, I'm, idea. Oh, I'm definitely so, taking yeah, a side so step. I like the but idea I, of, of going on deep on, on a tech industry thing. And we had a threat last time that was very different, but st- we definitely liked the the tech industry boom being one of one of those three uh, things. So let's take disruptive. that as, let's take that aside yeah. for a second because we all agree that we do like that, but I'm not seeing it tied directly into gentrification if we want to keep doing it. So going back to Kevin's I'm just trying to come up with um, whatever the conflict is, it has to be generating corpses. Specifically Yeah. Yeah. Or but someone I like, like people need to be dying. Like there needs to be a serious conflict related to this. If we flip it in terms of like gentrification is happening, tech is pushing people out. Forcing supernatural people, the old school, to do more violent things. Yeah, exactly. So the conflict would be in helping people who are in tech, who are the the new breed, but even though we kind of necessarily don't get along with them or agree with yeah, them, like them. Like we still don't justify too, them being yeah. But what if we what if we save the tech for its own thing? Yeah, let's focus tech on what's happening to the. So I want to go back to the one that you had suggested, which we got away so. from, which you said 
You said the, um, say it again. So it was, I, I was repeating what you said. The old powers are being displaced and they don't like it. Something based on that. Yeah, I or like... The old powers I, are being driven mad or, or something like that. Focusing on what's happening. It's like magic, magic, magic in the Dresdenverse. A lot of its power comes from, um comes from history um, thresholds how uh, get stronger when you when you have a stronger like familial tie to a place the longer you've been there the more children that have been raised there so there's a lot of like yeah. history and deep history and belief things like uh, things like religious relics the longer and the more people that believe in this sort of thing give it power so there's a lot of power in tradition in the Dresden verse so tradition being out to get to do these new things is definitely a strong like powder keg thing, but we do need to make it what more... What about the old powers are lashing out against displacement or something like that, but that whole lashing out kind of thing. What if they're just dying off and nobody's continuing Well, remember, to, we want it to, to be like, threatening. We want it to be something that's yeah. causing bodies. Yeah, yeah, it's got a... I like the idea that... I, I like the, the statement that, that it needs to cause bodies. Off, but yeah. what's what's the threat? Generate yeah. corpses. But what about that lashing out or some some phrasing like that? That way it's an death active, throws? proactive... Can I... The, the, little, the little powers are in their death throws. I'd like to make cool. a suggestion um, that might help uh, decide how to word it. In the examples, uh, one thing that they're... It felt like it was a bit more uh, consequence-based or fact-based, where you're they're talking about if a pretty girl wanders alone, then this happens. So it's like if then. Mm -hmm. You're um, right. All, every single one of them was. Really if so, he's a politician, he's mobbed up. If the beta alpha cheese want it, they, they get, get it. Hours. And so if the pretty girl wanders alone, you won't see her again. So I okay. just I think an if then statement. Yeah, yeah. Try or at least, at least like try to phrase it in that, and maybe we will get closer to that idea. Right. I think that might help. So, so you could say if the if the old traditions die, or die, or if the old powers are pushed any further. The problem is if they're pushed any yeah. further, it just puts it as like a standoff. But we want yeah, it to yeah. be an active thing. No, I, I think it's if, you're, if you're Who a supernatural being against? in San Francisco, then blank. Then you're at war. Old powers. Then you have to pick a side. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, the old powers lash out when displaced. Do we want to have, like, the new power be very radical and, like, intentionally try to displace them? Like, could um, be like they're, like they're... I'm getting a vibe, and correct me, like, that it's almost that, that the old powers are being displaced and kind of pushed out of their, uh, of their, of their status quo um, by, in, in the theme of gentrification, by kind of unintentional disruption. Where it's like, usually when you hear about justification, it's not a group saying, we want to get rid of the old houses in Chinatown. It's like, guys, we have good Let's news. No, it's, it's just the natural and it's sort like, of... And it's like, you're you are paving over these ancient homes. But of course, it might be the Denarian guy. That's right. part of the fun. But see, but if, but if it is, we should probably say that it is. Okay. Not, not always, though, because like if but, a pretty girl wants to die, don't expect to see her again so, just as a general yeah, threat in the city. You know, or a if, old, if old towers are displaced, multiple forces, they lash out. When... When old powers are when an old powers display slash that I I think the if and then is fantastic, but at the same time I also think simply saying what are the, the old, old, powers? old powers? Let's maybe go specific. Yeah. What are the old powers? Yeah. We could focus it and just say like the Fey, the White old Council, Land, the yeah. Fey, dragons, yeah. goblins, like ogres. Oh my! Like, who, who are the Council. who are the old powers? Old money, right? Like Native American them? spirits. Like what are these things? We're kind of being general, Who but like, yeah, yeah, no, specific I, things have to take action. At the same time, remember that one of the things about San Francisco is that it's 
lots of little neighborhoods. When we're in gentrification, it's not just Mission Street. Well, then maybe maybe saying old powers is a little. Displaced old powers are lashing out. yeah. Maybe it's not. I think that maybe there's always actually, a conflict between the old and the new, and just because you're here before doesn't mean you're gonna stick around. Maybe like it's survival of the face. It's a dog eat dog world. Uh, someone always always has what you want. I don't know. I like that. So two of their examples of specific groups mm-hmm. that are threatening: yeah. politicians and the Beta Alpha Chiefs. The other one goes from the other angle and, and specific action and goes, it's a specific victim. Under these it's a specific victim. Conditions. A pretty girl alone at night doesn't get seen again. I think we should, we can try it from both sides, but we should pick one of those. Let's pick a specific party that is, um, that is dangerous or spe- pick a specific party that is, uh, that is at risk. The thing is, the old like powers being the thing that is at risk stuff. is weird because the yeah. old powers are Powerful entities. So we're, I think that's so why it's who's finally, the victim. So if the old who's the, yeah, who's the actual out, victim? Well, the tech companies are the, suffering. Who the is suffering? Development, uh, not developers, but like essentially construction workers are unearthing powers yeah. beyond their control. Okay. Ah, so if you're I like that. okay, so I like that. So we'll start with the victims. Like, it, it's if, just like uh, San Francisco, like hard hat guys. Yeah. yeah. And they're wandering into the Golden Gate Park to like knock over a tree or and like then they get eaten by fairies. Right? Okay, like, no, I, I really <laughs> like this. Like, so yeah. it's our our yeah. victims are the the plethora of yeah. of blue collar yeah. of blue collar like innocent people just involved in the expansion and they're the ones like suffering the workers, the uh, yeah, what we call them, yeah. Yeah. Line is like so, underground yeah, thing so we can and say they go if into, like, a um, if you wander into old places don't expect to come back. Yeah, but I want to like specifically that. have it be related to like that uh, expansion into old times. It's close. Construction work is getting more. I like uncovering, <laughs> uncovering powers. Uncovering yeah, powers. Like, that like, you, uh, how'd you conclude that one? Beyond their control. Beyond but it could control. be uh, uncovering powers that um, uncovering be un- volatile. Uncovering what powers that should not be. Yeah, it should be left. That should be left. Something like that. Yeah. What about like oh, number if, of corpses though? Yeah, uh, it so can't just be, oh, we're finding horrible eldritch boxes and something like No, well, we need I mean, dead people. Well, I mean, we don't need and corpses in the title. We don't need title. Well, I think the title yeah. suggests, like, they're dying yeah. when they go into, when they try to build the Bart tunnel that goes into a vampire den. Right, but it can't have just been, a, like, people are frequently dying. Like, oh, yeah, some guys ducked deep yeah. and they all got eaten. And these other guys did this yeah, other thing yeah, and they all got I eaten like and the, they died. I like that, though. Like, if you dig too deep, you just might find something. Yeah, old. It's sort of open. Uh, construction workers seem so like perfect. it's like There's too like term really it. specific. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's more like if you're it could it could even it could even be like if you're. Div- well, like you know, there's nowhere to expand. There's nowhere up, to expand, but they're digging too deep. The dangerous. If you're digging up <laughs> they dug too greedily or if you're digging up <laughs> the old neighborhoods <laughs> and awoken old you will awaken old powers or even just like a house, right? Like. You're remodeling a house. You break down a drywall, and you find like yeah. something there. What about something and you like accidentally that? uncover a nest of flesh-eating scarabs, which eat you alive? Yeah. So what about exactly. something like that? If you <laughs> are <laughs> if you are digging <laughs> up old sure grounds, or if you are building on old grounds, yeah. you will awaken old forces. Something like that. Yeah, definitely. You will oh, why is this so I difficult? think that's. I think that's I think it's difficult close. because we're it's a difficult concept to nail down to be specific, but we all like we all like yeah. the themes. We're also trying to wrap it's a just, lot of things into do one. Do we want to? Sentence. Do we want to? 
something I often do in my classroom is when we're near Revelation, we leave it there. We go mm -hmm. on to a couple other related things and then return yeah, to because it. We've been struggling because the, and the sentence doesn't have to have everything yeah. about it because the, yeah. the theme and then there's an aspect below it and then yeah. faces within it. Why so don't we, we, why don't we table it here? Because I think all of our brains now have it on the back burner. And let's go to our other threats, and I think that'll help us because okay. suddenly we'll let have me, other let me Let me jot the idea of the last one we said. Yeah. Because there's an idea, this is supposed to be scratch paper, right? It's, so, it's, so it's, There's it's, lots yeah. of spooky shit yeah. everywhere. If you go digging around too yeah. deep in it, they're probably going to uncover something that's going to kill you or do horrible damage. That's a lot of notes for one thing. Yeah, I'm not writing that. Line. If you, you dig, you grounds, dig deep. You'll find something. You'll find something. You just will. Something. Yeah, I got it. The Balrog. Moving on, I really like the vampire thing. I don't think we need to change it at all. Okay, so I like the let me let me read the prompt for threats, just so we like sort of understand yeah, the general idea. On the other hand, a city's threat is a person, monster, group, or even a condition or circumstance that makes or wants to make life in the city worse for the mortal occupants. Sometimes this threat comes from outside, like a monster from the Never Never. Sometimes it comes from inside, like a vengeful father who has decided to dabble in magic. Some threats are people or other beings that have no clear agenda, at least not right away, but make their presence known throughout their collateral damage or other horrible calling cards. Perhaps a new warlock is breaking the laws of magic. Okay? Some threats give you an idea uh, of their agenda, such as the Red Court is expanding their territory into this city. And some threats are bizarre and more metaphysical than real, though they don't threaten mortals any less, such as the Summer and Winter Courts are using this city in their machinations. Okay? Threats should feel like someone is behind them that the PCs can get to, either right away or over time. Maybe the way to deal with the problem is to talk uh, and use diplomacy or fight and use force, but in any case, there should be someone or some group of people responsible. That said, you don't need to flesh out every little bit about them or their motivation right now. Stick with a single sentence like we did before, and the GM will come back to this later to fill in the rest of the details. Um, so, we came up with two threats last time. I want a mystery. One was, um, one of our threats was the Red Court are feeding on the homeless. I agree with Dan. I really like it. Oh, I don't see the problem it's great. there. It's great. It touches the it touches the, the the homeless thing, which is the theme of San Reduction Francisco. Of it got we got the Red Court vampires, which is a super interesting Keeps villain to have Red in the Court city. Occupied. It's a very specific sort of threat. Um, so I we've got our, that. Our faces. And we even came life. up with we even came up with faces that we all loved. We had Nanny Albright, who's a soup kitchen vampire. <laughs> she runs a soup kitchen. And then we have Chuckles the Tramp, a homeless fixture of San Francisco. <laughs> He Probably my favorite NPC. Spray paints himself. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's all gold. Like, I think that's yeah, great. Like, I mean we can just transfer that right away. I, I, I think it leads to fun adventures, leads to a general vibe of creepiness, and yeah. also fun. It's, there's a ton, ton of good stuff for it. So uh, the other threat we came up with, which um, which I really liked, but I think it could be flushed out a little bit better, which was the Order of the Black and Denarius um, yeah. are yeah. practicing predatory lending. We wrote it very whimsical. The idea behind this one, and I think uh, it touches on the tech thing. We wanted to uh, bring in the, the tech industry boom into it. Order of the Black and Daenerys are very specific. It's a threat. That one's a threat. That one is a threat. Um, it was a vague enough. It, I don't know if it generates enough corpses. It's too vague for me. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. No, no, I agree. I agree that we're not moving it over. But the concept was Order of the Black and Daenerys are they're they're devils more or less. Um, they're fa the fallen angels. And um, and practicing predatory lending was our like cheeky way of saying that they're sort of behind the tech boom. Like they're the ones like financing yeah, all of money. these like crazy yeah. startups. I trying to corrupt still people love the idea kind of, of that order being involved because I think it adds this really <coughs> great. The people in the tech industry are these naive, 
chess yeah. pieces being moved around. Yeah. And the Order of the Black and Daenerys right. is a super interesting, um, super yeah. interesting antagonist force in the Dresden First. Yeah. They are they are very evil, kind of like Red Court, but even more so. They are the fallen angels of the twenty-seven coins something paid to. 30. 30 coins paid to Judas for... Yeah, the, the, the Pharisees paid to Judas in return for betraying Christ. Right. So what each is? fallen angel Allegedly. Is, which he then tossed and then hung himself. So there are 30... Allegedly. So to give a little background on the Order of Black and Darius, in case we do want to use them, there are 30 fallen angels, each of them bound to a coin, a person who picks up the coin, basically the fallen angel... Um, like takes over their body, sinks its psychic teeth into them. Doesn't it quite take over their body, but but inhabits their mind and tempts them. It's more yeah. like a devilish presence. But everyone falls to their temptations. Yeah. Like they are they are the heavy league bad guys, and typically the human hosts um, like it because it's a it's it's source of power. It's, it's a source of power. It's pleasurable to do bad, and it, they make it a symbiotic okay. relationship between them. What so if we've Go for it. Okay, what if we focus on, yeah, this predatory lending stuff is happening. That doesn't impact our characters, but if they are actively corrupting people in power, that could impact our characters because we could lose allies, not know who is on their side, our side, things like that. So that's one idea. Could we doesn't roll that into the police thing somehow? I mean, because if you have a group oh. that's already corrupt. Corrupting seems a little weak on my end, because the, the idea is, they were, we, the first idea was we were trying to, they were trying to get like hosts yeah. for new denarians or something like that. You mean our original one? one? Yeah. No, so. the, the, the idea- They just wanted to do evil. The original idea was just that they, they have found a new way to sort of do their their to, to 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 pass on the sort of like chaos and just evil that they like, which is by financing these things and seeing companies fail, and when they don't fail, they become powerful entities in and of their own right. Like it's just it's fun for them to do, and it's just sort of like it's, fun. it's like it's being a puppet master. Like what if they're trying to like R and D a device to actually it's corrupt everybody? It, it doesn't. The thing you have to be careful of is magic and tech doesn't mix. That's true. Oh, that was so, the question I was going to ask. Yeah. Yes, so a cornerstone of the Dresden verse is that technology doesn't work around wizards. It doesn't directly. But only wizards. Uh, that's true. Hum mortal wizards. It they don't have a problem. They don't, they're not interested in it. They don't it, have any, yeah. It doesn't directly generate. But their generate, stuff doesn't mess with it. It doesn't directly generate corpses, but something along the lines of the Black and Daenerys are using the tech boom to gather power. And something. the idea of they're not doing anything nefarious right now aside from gathering power, which is something you definitely don't want them to do. Yeah, it fits along with the theme of, of their examples of like the summer and winter courts are using a city in their machinations. Like okay, a little yeah. a little more, uh, don't threaten mortals any less. It's, it's more metaphysical. Um, but the Red Court is expanding their territory into the city, moves it a little like, more sort of into a yeah. tangible threat. Yeah. Is mm -hmm. there any reason we can't throw the cops into that? We can. I'm not... Like, uh, in love with it yet, but I, I would love to get pitched on it. <laughs> He's saying, "Sell me." I don't have anything to sell you. You you, you have... earlier said it was a good idea. No, no, no. I if like cops. It... Cops absolutely yeah. has to be one of our movers and shakers, and they will be a significant entity. Yeah. Are they the source of one of our threats? Uh, well, here's my thought. Um, if we throw too many like are corrupt for all the, all these different reasons, it's kind of repeating the theme instead of drawing it all sure. together. And I think it's always a good idea to knit things as much as possible if you have repetition. Gotcha. What are we, what was um, our, yeah, sorry. Continue. Well, it, what we were, are you asking about what the cop thing was? Uh, well, or, that partially, I was, I, 
Specifically, um, like, uh, yeah. Well, what, talking, well what, what it was, and it's, this isn't necessarily what it has to be, but we had the top brass were the guys who were in the know, and that they were actively stifling certain investigations because they were either on the payroll or for some reason under the boot of the supernatural force right. of the beat. Uh, and that the regular Joes, the guys with the badges and the flatfoots wandering around doing the work, were not aware. So right. they're being used uh, yeah. by the that by was, the That was what we had last time. And what yeah. I kind of like is that I, I like that whole concept because it is very much a we can't go necessarily to the higher-ups and expect help. We have to do things on our own in that way, which I like. Um, but then if we have, okay, this corrupt organization has these people behind it, and then here are the denarius. Um, doing their thing, uh, I could totally see them dabbling in that as well, just because then they have more power, and if that's their goal. I think we have to pick, I think we have to pick if we want, like, we can really only pick one group for our three themes and threats. We have to pick, we're gonna have a bunch of movers and shakers. We had The Onion and San Francisco Chronicle, we had tech startups, we had hipster wizards, we had people that weren't important enough powers that they're not the core threats, but they still have interesting, cool things about them that can come up when it makes sense. If we want cops to be, is it one of the three most important things that we want to drive all of our story in the short term? These will change. These will evolve. Mm -hmm. After one threat is dealt with, the corrupt cops might fill the vacuum and become the new biggest threat. Well, I can add, can I add to your idea? Yes. Um, because I like <laughs> the idea that uh, one of the things we're trying to figure out is who is behind it. And I could see the Denarians being behind a ton of them. So one way we could voice that in the threat is the Denarians are corrupting, the Denarians are pulling into their power, the Denarians are seeking to corrupt uh, the movers and shakers of San Francisco, something like that. And that includes the brass, and it can include all these things. And in fact, when we come up with faces and stuff like that, we can bring it back to the Denarians and say... This guy is corrupted by the dinosaurs. This guy's on the side of the dinosaurs. You if, if you're comfortable with making it that broad. Well, the idea um, is instead of saying, like, we, we're not coming up with separate movers or separate people behind everything. We're saying that the Denarians are behind a lot of it, mm -hmm. but we right. don't know who yet. If we want to make it more focused, we um, could just say the Black and Denarians have targeted the, the, the police city. force. Well, why not They've just say the city in well, general? Yeah, uh, that's I what like, we're saying, yeah. Yeah. I was saying, if they, we were talking about it being too broad, we could also just say, Specifically, the police force as like okay. Well, I think the police, the like Nurans, like that's that. I, same what I like about that is that once it's settled, it's you can tell. Like it's very clearly it's, like it's a threat we could. Well, we could so actually, the the threats need but, to be specific groups. And if we're saying the order back in Nars, we're satisfying that. But if you look at the pattern for all three of their example threats, is, is it a new broad? warlock breaking the laws of magic. It's not specific who it's harming. Yeah. That can threaten the entire city. The Red like Court is expanding their territory into the city again. It's just a threat to mortals that in general. Happens. And then finally, the summer and winter courts are using a city in their machinations. Super broad. Again, like just broad. broad. So I think so what, if you just want yeah, to say like the Order of the Black and Denarius, the threat is the Order of the Black and Denarius have figured out that San Francisco is a place where they can do their thing. Yeah. And that's enough. And they even say it's yeah, going to be broad and the GM's so going to fill it. Have targeted, because have targeted San Francisco. Whatever adventure we're on, the Denarians yeah. are one possible... Yeah, they're always it. like something that could be around the corner and involved in this thing you Including have to Including when we're interacting like, with When there's a problem, we go, here, is it, is it Black and Denarius? It's probably them. They're probably behind it. Question we, we, have, we don't have any evidence, but... Our power level... We were gonna start at toes, toes in the water. Toes Babies. in the water. Babies. Okay, the Denarius guys are like 
Yeah, we can't no, yeah, no. so I'm not saying we can't that, that, fight them or do anything cool. I'm just saying it's not necessarily true. Your assumption about it is it, my it, you understanding don't... is that they were like one of the most difficult to kill. Nicodemus defeat. is the oldest of the Denarius. He would be unlikely to be involved in such a thing in a campaign of our power level, if ever, that was for very quite some time. Um, no, no, no. There are <laughs> while there are factions within the Denarians, and they don't all get along. They're they're, they're only evil, 30 horrible of them. people. Um, while there are factions, while there are factions within them, um, there are there are some that are not involved in the sort of greater evil machinations. So That's who most likely would be involved. Here. Cthulhu level power. So so writing it as the order of the Black and Denarius monsters. does make it sound like a cohesive single unit. What we're really talking about is some, some members, right. uh, some, some uh, faction okay. of the order. Also, we can take out lieutenants. Yeah, there's 30 of them, and they often have their own different goals. Yeah, we and can we'll take out their underlings and stuff like that. I, I, okay, yeah, well, they, I just yeah. wanted to uh, put my head in the correct space yeah. of what we were thinking of them as. And we could also be solving issues that are like, have like trickled down exactly. these higher nefarious issues. Listen, trickle down theory mm -hmm. hasn't worked for Reagan, and it's not going to work for us. New threat: trickle down theory. <laughs> That's it. Economics. <laughs> Trickle down magic economics. Uh, so, do we want to write? Do, do we know. like that? Do we like just the order of the blanking denarius as a as a pretty like yeah. targeted all city. looming? The order of the denarius has targeted or has its grasp. Can we write it How, such that it, it does that it does sites. clarify that it's not one cohesive unit? Is there a way to write that without it being too wordy? That some members of it sounds stupid. A faction of. Um, but I think it, you just hit the order. I think, Some of the I black denarius. It doesn't focus a denarian because the red court is not all red court vampires yeah. are feeding yeah. on the homeless. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, it could be uh, a black and denarius. We just could one? make it. It could just be one. Three like black and denarius. Like the cabal. Yeah, it sounds more nefarious. We don't even know how many of them. I know black and denarius. Yeah, it's very much puppeteer to just be like the order. I think the order of black and denarius. Because I don't think. All right, I'll say the black and denarius. Because we won't even know the number of black and denarius guys who are targeting it for a while. We might like that's that's deep into the onion. We might not ever. I, I wanted I wanted some mystery, so I think that satisfies. The black and denarius. That. Um, I don't I don't like has targeted the city. I don't has like the a verbiage. city in its sights. Smells good. Uh, Tightening like their grasp on the, the city. Their tendrils. Their tendrils. Uh, they're uh, calling in the debt of the city. <laughs> is there is there? They're are, making are, the city walk them. They feed on pain and suffering. Um. <laughs> Are that's spreading their territory. I mean, we could say have moved, moved in. How about just I mean, how about the Black and Denarius chose San Francisco? I like that. You are chosen. <laughs> I like that. Cho chosen. Chosen is a more sinister verb. Yeah. yeah. All right. Have decided to biblical villain. Cool. Oh, so, mysterious mysteries bound. Uh, Black and Denarius. Have chosen San Francisco. I like that. It's it's it's, it's so yeah. ominous. Fits with the types of threats. Oh. Boom. Okay, so going back to that first one. Now. And we're doing this is the red court feeding on homeless. Yeah. Which again? What if we did this like a let's get litter problem? Oh yeah, mm. too much litter. No what? dogs. What if our threat is the Super Bowl is coming to town? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am not saying no to that. Well, I can you have to stop the for the Super Bowl. <laughs> I would so, say the Super Bowl is in the dark, but they want to rock the boat. <laughs> um, the Never Never is, that's like all the stuff that's not 
more the Anything mortal plane, right? Say that again. The never never is that like there's Earth and there's like all the fairies live in the never never. Is that wrong? Uh, correct. Yeah, That's the, right. the never never is a completely like separate dimension. It crosses over in a very non uh, geographic sense. Okay. And, and the Never Never is sort of theoretically infinite. So well. if we're thinking of weird shite popping out and eating people at random, I most like of the things that do that example. are critters which are kind of come from the Never Never, yeah? Um, Maybe? We like the Creatures idea. that live in the Never Never, yes, but there's plenty of things also just straight up in the mortal world. That just live um, around. That are, that are, that are creatures. You know, can I suggest are... a phrasing for this one that you guys can take it apart and shoot it down? Um, here's my phrasing. If you dig up old territories, you awaken old powers. I like that. I think it's the closest we've gotten. Yeah. For sure. And it, it, it sort of does define our victim, which is those that are doing the digging up. Um, it keeps it... And also uh, those who are trying to move in. Yeah. It gives us a, a solvable problem is we can stop the obsession with expansion through one means or another, or we can get rid of those old powers ourselves and then it becomes no longer a threat to the innocents. So I kind of like that it's I like that it's 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 there. It also creates this it's it's more like a theme, a which theme. is a thing that can come up. That I thought it was the, a theme. The theme. It is a theme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I actually I think it's as close as we got. I'm well I'm going to write it down. So what was, it, what was the phrasing again? If you dig up old territories. Is there a word other than territories? Yeah. It's, I feel it's yeah, so yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. If you dig up old something, you awaken old powers. Old ground. Places? Old ground? Disturb old ground? If you disturb want... old grounds? That's but pretty the... good. It covers, like, even knocking down a wall in your house. Yeah. Like, if you just yeah. disturb... We, we, what we want to say is if you disturb tradition. The very concept of tradition. tradition. And I think old ground is a pretty whimsical yeah. name so that represents if tradition. If you dig up old grounds, you'll awaken old powers. I like that. Okay. Do we like it? Do it. Can we get old powers or deadly powers? Old deadly. Powers. I like the repetition. Lethal of old. powers. I like the. I like the repetition. I like yeah. the old. Okay. Uh, make sure that the old powers and, are and the implication and that people yes, well, are sure digging up old ground is in there. Like yeah. it's. It's not saying. Well, good thing we're not digging up old ground then. Yeah. <laughs> is not the implication of this. Uh, okay. If you dig up old ground. Dig up mm. old ground. What if it's not like you down? Then you really need to update you up. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah or, no. Or new Bartline unearths like some sort of worm. Yeah. Or new uh, Google headquarters really increases traffic in this area. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. knows <laughs> what is in the darkest dungeon? Like, let's just all be city planners and we'll create our own. There we go. We were talking about corpses. I was trying to find. We're just gonna all do death like, rates in the city skylines land or something. Or? Mm -hmm. How about okay. how about a lake monster in Merced? It's like yes. tentacles coming out, just snapping up to Uh Stuff in the yeah, park. The I like that idea. Alright, so oh, Alcatraz really? is always an option too. Well, are you guys trying to Ghost do like I don't know, what are we doing now? Yeah, yeah, I was never said. The Murloc of Merced! said like, monsters in the lake, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay, add that to the Google document where we have random ideas. That's a good place to throw those. Trying to find a good mortality rate. Okay, guys. So, getting a high-level view. Before you go much further, it's it's a good idea to take a moment to get a handle on who's in the city in terms of supernatural critters, factions, and mundane organizations. Fairly simple for games centered around mystery or action. A lot of this section advice can be skimmed. Although it's still important that the city's important characters and factions, especially the opposition, map to the themes and threats. Games with a lot of intrigue tend to require a bit more forethought about who and what is present in the city. 
In order to create a good web of influence, dependence, rivalry, and such, the GM and players will need to think hard about who's in town, why, and what it is they want from a bird's eye view. Um, like someone cares about the city. The first thing to think about is what supernatural creatures or factions care about your city. Taking a look at your city's themes and threats ought to give you some uh, strong hints about what sort of supernatural population would be attracted to the place. Who cares about your city enough to have a presence there? Some are really straightforward. Themes dealing with the corruption led to mercenary goals. Decay leads to black court vampires. Desperation suggests magical lawbreakers in hiding from the wardens. Um, the trick here is combining your themes and threats with any previously stated preferences for things people want to examine in the city, even where they might not obviously match up. This requires a little creative thinking, but it's not that hard to apply a theme in a way that wasn't expected ahead of time. When you populate your city, think about what um, each organization or faction wants. Try not to fall back on simple survival unless that organization or faction is up uh, against the wall for some reason, which we actually did do with our sort of getting, mm -hmm. you know, the dig deep. Yes, the think, of, think about something more short-term. What are they trying to get when the game comes out of the gate? And someone yeah, cares about the status quo. Consider what the status quo looks like and who benefits from it, and hence who would want to protect it. The mortal cops might. Powerful supernatural factions might. Criminal organizations might. This could involve attempting to keep the peace. The police, the White Council, or a band of plucky werewolves might fit this bill. Or it might involve maintaining an existing arrangement, providing a ready supply of easy prey to the city's predators. Any vampires might be interested in the status quo for that. Think about how to apply parts of the city that were mentioned in your city sketch. Did anyone mention supernatural entities, organizations like the police or the city government? See if any of those would work here. Again, think about how each organization, faction, or powerful individual in your group introduces to the city, introduce to the city, fits in with its existing themes and threats. Everything should tie to a theme or threat somehow, even if tangentially. Okay, Are we doing aspects and faces on the other things? or Not quite yet. Okay, we're, we're, we're doing balance of power and movie, no, movers and shakers. Okay. So, uh, and then someone wants to rock the boat. On the other hand, there are also, entities, organizations, and factions that want to upset the apple cart. <laughs> Not a term I've ever heard. Um, maybe they're on the outs of the current state of things. Maybe they want more power. Maybe they're just in it for revenge or simply want to cause mayhem. Or black and generous. In any event, it's these people or things who are going to initiate conflicts. Who are the boat rockers? A ghoul clan looking for hunting ground? A red court clan looking to strike a decisive blow in the vampire war? Clan. The cops trying to solve a series of grisly murders? The White Council's wardens attempting to take down a powerful sorcerer who keeps the city's supernatural community in fear? Okay, so. Do we. Let's first define. The status quo. So last time we had a long conversation about this, what we realized is we want to make sure that we're clear in our heads um, the status quo. Because last time we created the status quo, and then when we were putting people on, we realized we really always want to come back to that status quo. We liked, I liked the status quo we came up with last So time. we came up with a supernatural status quo that was, um, that was really interesting, which is there's an understanding here. Keep it quiet and we'll all be happy. Um, and we use that to represent, like, the Red Court feeding on the homeless. Mm -hmm. That they like it the way it is because they get Nobody what they want. Them. They're only feeding on those that are the, uh, you know, that are sort Indigent of the, uh, the undesirables of the city. And, you know, it's like, keep it quiet. Don't raise too much, don't ruffle too many feathers, and we're all happy. And then and the Denarians are disrupting that. The Denarians are definitely, like, disrupting status quo. So... Um, and then we had the mundane status quo, which is a melting pot of cultures and opportunities. Um, I don't know if that works super well as a mundane status quo. I, I'm going to say why I like it's... that one. I like that one because, sorry, <laughs> we, we, we had so many factions disrupting that. And I, I liked that idea of the disruption. Um, I like it as an idea. It's less, 
It's not really a descriptor of a status quo because it's not a status. That was, more, that was my problem with it. It's Who, more like, it's a way of describing... Someone who's disrupting city. a melting pot of cultures and opportunities. Were they what, homogenizing that, everything? Yeah, it's it like, sounds like, it, it, unless it's <laughs> genocide to make a single race. Like, I can't actually figure out what a melting pot of cultures and opportunities looks like when it's rocked. Like, uh, I, it's, it's a monoculture. It's what's happening right now. It's actually, it's you when, can't you push, move. when you push the minorities out. Yeah, when you can't move into the city the and find opportunities because there is only tech. A lot of it's class. There is like only white make, tech. People. If you make below a certain amount of money. Okay. All right. All right. I'm kind of seeing a different take on this. Like, sort of like for the status quo and like the mundane status quo, like supernatural. I'm seeing like, okay, what are the supernatural factions and how are they in power in relation to each other? And then the mundane is okay. Who are the mundane factions and who are they and how are they in power in relation to each other? Like the police. So like our supernatural saying everyone stays quiet. It's all cool. That seems like the supernatural. Like if you look at their example. Like the summer court dances around the edges while the entrenched white court and vampi- mm. other vampire sets uh, feed upon the despair and decay. It's a little more specific. So they're saying, okay, here are these different groups. Way. Here are how they are interacting with each yeah. other. What if although, although keep in mind that the, the writings on this paper is uh, just the worksheet. Yeah. And um, these are just to help give you a starting place to write down who your movers and shakers are. That's true. These aren't like aspects that get invoked. So I I, I, I think that's, that is the case. But it's whatever we need to sort of understand when we go and place someone in rocking the vote versus maintaining the status quo, that we understand what we're comparing, what that means. So if we went with that example just to voice what we have in a different way, we would say something like, the red court vampires feed without uh, without fear, challenge? without challenge. Unchallenged. Uh, red court vampires feed unchallenged while, what's another supernatural force here? While we talked about the Denarians. The, There's also the, the Fae, the, Denarius, the, the White Wizards, Council, the Murloc um, said. I mean, just general Who's factions just that are Murloc. around. What if the Fae are like intentionally trying to put homeless out there? Yeah, they're like turning away Just homeless from like soup kitchens or something like that to like feed. Well, the, the soup kitchens court. are the red court. Yeah, they they like ah. took over the soup kitchens. Well, because so. we have Nanny Albright who is a soup yeah, kitchen. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> she runs she runs it's a major soup so kitchen. Sinister. And she is a red court. So okay, she, but but you we look we so like cold. that. <laughs> so who are the dominant supernatural factions in the city? Well, the red court and the Order of Black and Denarius because there are two. Like specific threats. Okay, I kind of like supernatural, like animal trade. Um, supernatural like the, animal trade. For like illegal importing of magical beasts. Okay. For but, um, what is it? The status quo. I think it's something to throw in a little later. If we can tie that in yeah, with like location, yeah. like the fire building or something. They like have that. really good yeah. animal like stuff. Uh, or the Golden Gate Park. Um, but I mean, does anyone have a problem with? Field. Uh, I I honestly like the status quo we came up with. What was the status quo? I we had? think we were able to pretty. There's understanding here. Keep it quiet, and we'll all be happy. I like that one. The other one. And a melting pot of I cultures and opportunities. To... Yeah. Uh, if Not everyone likes Supernatural, I'm just going to write it down. I like a Supernatural one. I think it, it, we were really able to clearly place organizations based on that. I, I, f- I feel like it was that harder one, yes. to the this one, one not. Okay. Only so, Supernatural. The status quo is how it has been up to the point where we're playing our adventure. Is that the idea? It's just it's, it's just like what are started. what are things what are things right now? And then who wants to keep it the same and who wants to change it? So we have their the, example the, for Baltimore is corruption, crime, tourism, tourism, and dirty politics, business as usual. 
Yeah, it's just this, what is, this is we can all this is what fun. it is. We can bring back our, our original wording for that one theme. What a terrible the old neighborhoods are being torn up and made into apartments for the new class of tech. So, so, so Monday's status quo could be <laughs> gentrification, <laughs> tech boom. We could just list a couple things like this is great. what's this is what San that's Francisco great. is right Hipster now. Wizards. Gentrification. Yeah. Yeah. Let's tech boom. You just no. stepped in wino shit. And um, and uh, a growing wealth gap. Mm. It's just which is me. Gentrification, tech boom, growing wealth gap because that's the big thing about homeless and rich. Uh, wealth gap. This is like a national issue too. San Francisco's. Uh, Gentrification, tech here. boom, wealth gap. It's a microcosm. Sanders is coming. Next what year. happened? What else goes on in San Francisco? We'll fix it. Uh, the last up of hipster culture. Uh, I mean, there are tourists because right? they're still they're still in San Francisco to this day, despite all of that. A uh, very vibrant culture. About a vibrant culture yet remains. Gentrification, tech oh, boom, wealth cap. Uh, with a Not vibrant culture uh, surrounding it all. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> great, that. great food trucks. <laughs> food uh, trucks. One of the only cities Dude, where tacos. cyclists cyclist deaths are increasing. Really? I was looking at the deaths. It's actually quite sad. Is so it, wait, well, well for one it, thing, what mortality rate upon them? Are no, more it's, people it's cycling? It's the cyclist. Uh, that is, that is not. The number okay, so for our mundane status quo. Yeah, thanks for bringing the Baltimore yeah. examples. I think it really pushes in the right direction. Gentrification, tech boom, wealth gap, with a vibrant culture surrounding it all. So I think that, def that sort of like sums up our, from a mundane perspective, this is like San Francisco, as, as it is like right now. Okay. Our supernatural status quo, we're doing the same thing. So who do we want? Um, let's define our groups. So first, let's take our things that are directly on our themes and threats and stick them in here. So we've got the Black and Daenerys, they're very much in the know, and they very much want to rock the boat. Yeah, like yeah. Nor the Daenerys want to rock the boat, no matter what city they're in. Like that's sort yeah, of their very nature. They're both rockers. Boom. Yeah. So we'll Catch put the Black and Daenerys down. The guys are like, sit down. It's a canoe. They're boat rockers. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the other one we have is we have the Red Court are feeding on the homeless. So they want the status quo. Is this? Do we think this is a new behavior or an old behavior? This is a thing that is happening. Decades? It's yeah. a thing that's happening right now. Since the 60s. How long has it been happening? I'd say they're, the 60s they're in the know and I they want to remain the... Okay. They, they, like, they well. like the status quo. Because remember, our status quo well, for a supernatural is keep it quiet and we'll all be happy. Since Reagan right. they like the closed down feeding. the... Well, he was in the 80s. What so if it's been then. longer than that? Like, originally they preyed on like the immigrants back in the day. And then as the police caught on to that, they had to kind of come back. And then now they have... Absolutely could be. So, but the... And it feeds into our status quo, which is keep it quiet, we'll all right. be happy. So the Red Court are—they've learned how to basically get healthy sustenance, a, a great deal of sort of power, but they don't push it so much that it Wait, causes a. They, they, just, feed, they just skim from the bottom. They feed on the yeah. scraps of humanity. <laughs> Good night, internet. So that's Red Court. That's Red Court, and that's Black and Denarius. Those are those are obvious. Um, so. Other things to come up with. So the examples from Baltimore, we've got corrupt nightlife, politicians, etc. You've got the criminals, you've got the cops, you've got religious groups, the Dupin Society is a specific, you know, Carson's Reginald's, uh, Renegades, rather. I don't know who any of 
uh, Gilgamesh, the ghouls, neutral grounds, the summer court presence. So they have got a lot of like sort of specific. Um, Who did specific we have place? from last time? Because last time we had some we really had great hipster ones wizards, tech startups, the cops. Politicians. And then the I Chronicle like the and the Onion. We had the two. We had two onion. different uh, newspapers. We had the Chronicle. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the Hipster Wizards. Who wants to see a return of the Hipster Wizards? Me. That's everybody. Okay. I mean, we like so, the Hipster Wizards. Hipster let's Wizards are going back. Like so they're they're wizards. at least somewhat in the know because they're wizards. Right. Um, but are they looking to rock the boat or maintain the status quo? It depends on what we want. I think it's more interesting if they're rocking the boat. They're, they're a little bit rocking. So from a from a supernatural side, keep it quiet and we'll all be happy. You're saying they're experimenters. They're they're experimenting. I mean, hipsters they like things that no one else likes. We did one yeah. adventure where the hipster wizards were right. The status quo is like clearly everyone likes the status quo. So. The status quo is mainstream. But yeah. they're also like radicals, right? Like we're like yeah. chopping down the trees yeah. and they're like, they're hey, the, man, that's like. Ones. Not cool, you know. Like, so, I mean, or unless no one ever wants to see. So we're putting them a, a, like, a little bit towards trees, rock man. the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck trees. Yeah. <laughs> for, for progress. Sure, the trees. They're just contrarians. Yeah. So whatever everyone wants to do, we not we don't do that. What's a lot of I love that. <laughs> yeah, now they did say we all want to be hipster wizards. They do mention that you know every group should every group should tie into our themes and threats at least tangentially. So we should like. Think about how these things uh, hipster are. wizards definitely come up on our theme. The first one, they are always digging into old shit. Yeah, yeah, they're oh, yeah. They, yeah. they have that whole nostalgic vibe. They are some of the ones who are like, "Whoa, man, they're about to build this whole neighborhood in this area. Let's go in there and find all the relics and stuff that we can." Oh no, ghosts! Oh no, doing the urban ghosts. exploration crap. Wandering around in like old cemeteries and like yeah, old sewers and caves uh, and abandoned buildings. Like stuff. antique stores, right? Like, yeah. like this armoire. Okay, been there who else do we have on there? Do we want to put. No, uh, we also had. We had politicians. So, some other ones we had were politicians. Is a, is a pretty obvious one to at least put there because we want to at least define yeah. what they're, where they lie. Politicians, so we can go in the dark or in the know. We don't really have anyone in the dark yet. Um, I, I always like the idea of the politicians themselves being in the dark. Yeah, I, I do too. I think it's more interesting when politicians are being manipulated by people that know, like but the politicians evil themselves. And I feel Lark. like we Wait. actually need to switch this. The status we came up with now of the tech industry coming in, the politicians want that. Right, so I think that with this so status quo, status. the politicians actually want to maintain the yeah. status quo and the political activists want to change it because our old one was a melting apps. pot, and now we're saying, no, the, the status quo now Maybe is gentrification, like a tech power. boom, wealth gap. Yeah. So you're thinking the politicians are more towards maintaining they that. Like that. They like tech that boom. stuff. The yeah. political yeah. activists want to rock the boat and say, no, let's stop them. gentrification. Okay, so Don't political activists. So politicians are definitely involved in, um, yeah, if you dig up old ground, you awaken old uh, old powers. It's definitely involved old in the treasures. politicians there. So, uh... Political activists. Okay. Um, well, they sound like we don't have to use them. It's just mud, that was another group we had. Of a type. I think it'd be interesting. I, I love the idea of something like the Occupy movement being in this game because I let's, think they'd be great victims. What's, what's Occupy? Occupy, Occupy Wall Street. Occupy Wall Street. Occupy. I think it'd be great victims. Occupy. <laughs> something. <laughs> something is eating up occupiers at yeah. night. Let's go in there and figure out what it is. Oh yeah, this area. But but occupy. but the Occupy movement. Would need to be a theme or a threat, right? Yeah, I mean, like, well, maybe not. Maybe not actually, because well, that's I what we could call it. Political, political activism. activism. I think political yeah, activism. Yeah. San Francisco has 
That, yeah, it's definitely a yeah. definitely Do we a want thing. them to have any supernatural awareness or not? I like them being in the dark as well. In the I dark. Like them actually, yeah. I like the, the they, politicians. They're the, they're the opposite of the of the politicians there. They want to they want to rock the boat for the most but part. But they're yeah. also in the dark. They're, they're also in the dark. <laughs> so, yeah. So they, yeah. And they will be as They've tied themselves to, to this tree and the tree ate them. And yeah. Like, like that. You can't okay. cut down this tree. So we have, it's we have, years old. We have political activists. Spirit. It's destroying Before everyone. we gave ourselves, uh, <laughs> we gave ourselves two we press entities. We had the San Francisco Chronicle and the Onion, both of which were right in the middle of rocking the boat versus maintaining yeah. status quo. They're sort of indifferent about which way it goes. Um, but we made the Onion our in the know, um, our in the know uh, newspaper, with the San Francisco Chronicle being completely in the dark. I um, had a tough time. I didn't feel strongly about the Onion. Same. I, no. could, I could see it as the right. weekly world news. That was my idea. There was examples what? in the book I was reading where there was some sort of a, a newspaper or magazine, which was like on the. It was like on the level of like the weekly world yeah, news. Yeah, yeah. It was. Well, a, it was yeah. tabloid. It was well, a tabloid. Yeah. I like truth. Well, I think is the newspaper is the one that's in the dark. Do they still hand yeah. out street sheets and what the, the tabloids? Have those guys that yeah, yeah. It could be that one. The penny, the penny newspapers that you can get. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's really important to have two presses. One's involved. in the dark, one's in the know. And basically the one in the know does not get taken seriously or doesn't get read. Yeah, I like that. It's handed out like by homeless guys, guys and everyone's like... What's that one called? Yeah. It's like the labor press or something like that. There's one that actually like homeless guys will try yeah. to sell you. And like, it's something like street something or something. Like that. Yeah. yeah, they get them for free and then they sell them. Yeah. What's that one called? You want to Google that? Did. The telescope. What newspaper do the homeless people hand out in San Francisco? The People's Paper. The People's Paper. Something like that. Because everyone ignores street it, except for those street in the know. The Torah. But like, if you actually read it, you'd be like, oh, like... Is it the street newspaper? Yeah. Oh, wait. Is that the San Francisco? Harry Potter. Oh, I'm thinking of the Watchtower, which is not a newspaper. Have you heard the good news about vampires? Street Sheet. It's Street Sheet. It's Street Sheet. There's a picture that says, Hobo News. Street Sheet. I love Oh my god! Hobo News! Hobo News, it. an actual publication published for the International Brotherhood Welfare Association. Uh, oh, wow. That I should be a mover and shake. Oh, Hobo News. Hobo, Hobo News. I, I like that. Well, okay, no. are we going to call it Street Sheet or are we going to call it Hobo We're News? We're clearly going to call it Hobo News. Hobo News. Um, yeah, it's will, Hobo not, in quotes. Right, exactly. Hobo News. Yeah, it's yeah, Hobo News. Hobo News. At the same time, Kevin? <laughs> Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I really I can't. Of a different name, something Bo. Like P E A U. Also, like something I heard too. The onion was bought by Univision. Yeah. Oh, That's street. Amazing. Wait, they were bought, bought by, by who? Univision. Who? These these who are recent. Street the sheet and street news. Street news is Univision. New York City street sheet in San Francisco. <laughs> they both started in 1989. Yeah. Um. So, do we like that? We want it to be street sheet. Or do you want it to be Hobo News? Hobo News! Hobo News establishes where you're going to get it from. <laughs> yeah. You know where we get it from? Chuckles of Tramp. Done. He's our... Oh, well, okay. Now. That's true. Ah! So, Chuckles of Tramp, give us Hobo I love News. It. And I we want Hobo News to be in the know. In the know. Very, People, very in the know, uh, or just like in the middle? Like I they, think they it know. Must be in the middle, or else all the, all yeah. the yeah, yeah. wouldn't. No, go all to the, the way in the know is like the red court. They know everything. Right. Yeah. I think so. They should be know, right in the middle. Which is why Chuckles is still alive. Like they don't know as much. They don't know as right. much as the hipster wizards. Like wizards, like know about the supernatural a lot more. Hobos so are a little like bit less. these guys are a little less. Guys. So put them over here. Or do we? I haven't seen. Do they want to rock the boat or maintain status quo? I think. 
maybe rock the boat. They almost definitely want to rock the boat, right? They don't the want homeless any more don't homeless like to the die. current situation. Although, yeah, exactly. because is San Francisco homeless. a good place for the homeless or a bad place? I heard it's no nice place to the homeless. Is a good place. Well, right, but there's different levels. No, but look at our status quo. Our status quo is a growing wealth gap. They do not want that. Yeah, gentrification, tech boom, wealth gap. None of these things are good for the homeless. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's getting worse. So they want to. They they want change. But there's that nice soup kitchen. <laughs> Maybe they, they, just, they want. Change. Maybe they're slowly figuring out they're all ran by vampires again. They're like, you guys, our soup kitchens are ran by vampires. Like, we need to stop going there. But I'm so hungry. Guys, 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 the homeless want change. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go home now? I think we should cancel this campaign based on that comment. That is going to come up every time you guys talk to Chuckles the Tramp. And remember, the homeless of the city want change. He'll say. And then he'll just go. That'll be his catchphrase. Change for the homeless. Change for the homeless. That's his campaign. And then he points at his hat. And he points at his hat on the ground. No, really. Give me change. Like, giving quarters are okay at this point. No buffalo coins. If I can't get change, I'll take change. Iron Shefter says, quotes are just a new form of emphasis. Just ask Dan. What? Let's, uh... Let's keep going. Yeah, hobo news. Hobo news! Well, it will make italics in some cases, right? No, in Markdown, that requires underscore. Let's keep going. And we're off topic. <laughs> Way <laughs> off topic. No, I'm just going to make it. Can we make I Markdown an element no, of Move on Shaker? Uh, uh, well, well, so we're, we're actually corrupt brass. Brass. We're missing some stuff on maintaining the status quo. The corrupt brass. So far, we've got a bunch of people that don't like things the way they are. The what about brass. the politician? Uh, we were talking about politicians. Po yeah, yeah, politicians yeah, are over yeah, there, but just them and the red card. Corrupt okay. brass. The, so yeah, before, brass. last time, the idea we came up with is that we split the police have to be on here Ooh. somewhere, right? Because the police are an important we're gonna have to go to part them occasionally. of any city, or and they'll they come up when crimes are being committed. Um, so we decided to split it into two things: the brass and the and the the, the um, cops. The cops. Yeah, right? I like no, they're, the they're cops in, not being in a lot of things they're separate. So we sort we actually wanted to bucket and go it the other way around where it's the it's the street cops that are innocent. They're more in they're 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 the ones that are um they want change. They want to fix things, but the corrupt brass stops them because they're corrupt. And um uh, one reason why that's really good is that way we'll be shooting less of them. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't want to shoot cops. Yeah, exactly. But you could go That's shoot why, the corrupt brass. Yeah, like one, that one guy who's yeah. actually a bad guy versus a yeah. horde of police officers that we so, can mow through. Let's, like, let's take the gas pedal. And it also supports, right. like, the red court feeding on the homeless who like the status quo. It's like the yeah. brass are the ones making it where it's they're, like, they're fine no, don't, don't go out of, we're not spending any resources protecting the homeless. We've got an arrangement. So the, Things are like the corrupt brass is maintaining the status quo, and they're in the know. So we want to stick with we want to stick with the corrupt brass and the cops. Split. Something yeah. that's kind of interesting about that is that I corrupt feel brass like, are somewhat in the know. I feel like there would be a like a, a homeostasis happening where enough homeless people are being produced by mm -hmm. the gentrification, whatever, yeah. to like keep the homeless population up enough 
to create a, like a sustainable food source. Yeah. Because really, mean, if you ate all the homeless, there'd be no more homeless, and you'd have to yeah. leave. That's why. That's why we have our status quo, which is there's an understanding here. Keep it quiet, and we'll all be happy. They don't yeah. want to go overboard. Everyone is no investigation. The status quo is a lot of the supernatural entities are sort of happy with the we way things are. We have a sustainable are. ecosystem. Yeah. yeah. Now the ones being like pushed out, those old powers coming up. They're not happy with the status yeah, quo, exactly. for example. So, um, in fact, old powers we should put on this list. Yeah, let's let's finish with the cops first. Uh, oh yeah. So, do we like the same split we had before? I corrupt brass that. and the cops. Me, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's make a decision for how in the know the corrupt brass are. We put them pretty them damn pretty far high. into the. Know. I like that. I like so they're not high. just they're not corrupt like they know like politicians might be getting manipulated by by the supernatural. The corrupt brass know exactly who they're dealing with. They, like, they know that they're taking money from vampires when, and yeah. letting them go. When like, someone finally gets that promotion, they say, hey, come on in. Let me show you what's Yeah, exactly. And they've got right. a gun on them the okay. whole time. So they're not, yeah. it's like they're not, secretly. they're not being played. <laughs> well, I mean, everyone's being played to some degree, but, they, yeah, but they're they doing it much more knowingly. The yeah. For the players. The politicians players. Are, are much players. more being played. And the the corrupt brass. Okay, I so really they're like they're pretty far in the know. Usual in a setting like this, normally the no one, maybe one guy in the cops things know what knows what's going on, but usually the people in power. That's what we liked about it before, yeah. is that and it's and and the traditional like the traditional like corrupt cop like stereotype is the like the beat cop taking a bribe, yeah. the like that, and we're turning it the other way around where we're like, no, in this case, it's like the street cops. They're the ones that are like. The more honest, like, want to do the right thing, but can't, you know, they have to do it in secret, or they have to do it after hours, which was his original character. It was or, like a, even, or even worse, some of their family members are now homeless and getting yeah by the yeah. Court. So we'll put so the the street cops though we put them like much more in the dark, but like wanting to rock the boat. They're a little they're a little bit down. They 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 suspect something. They they and they've seen things. They've seen enough. But the problem is, anytime they raise it up the chain, it immediately gets and, shot and down. I think or they're you the get know, desk work. Or you, you get desk work. Yeah, you, you go and you, say, you get, right. like, you get the balls to finally you say, you know what? I think there's something maybe weird. This seems unbelievable, but I'm gonna hey, go listen, ahead and say. Hey, last time a ghost attacked me, it's like cool. You need paid leave. You're you clearly, clearly off your need rocker. Some paid leave. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, it's like um, you're taken right off. No chance to investigate that further. Like, yeah, so I, it's hard for them to even become more in the know because. Okay, cool. Diverted. So we keep them obviously a little Subverted. bit towards in the know because they've seen things, but and, they can't get any more. And they anymore. suspect something because every time they, they see something supernatural, basically, just like in the wire, when the brass says, <laughs> like in the "Don't investigate," it's a it's a cause for suspicion. That's you're like, like a, wait, yeah. what? Like I'm I telling you, I've got evidence. Yeah. Unless, unless you're so smart. So I'm sure that there go, are okay, some no. cops that have met grizzly ends by investigating when they weren't supposed to. So I don't think we need to put press that's just like run of the mill because it's like not. The it, it, unless, I, I like the Chronicle being. We, do you want it just SF Chronicle just oh, right I up like the top? To, I, I like to establish that the mainstream news doesn't know what's going on. I think that we and, should read it. You don't like the Chronicle? I think we. I think that's a group. The Marin IJ. <laughs> I mean, I like using real life things when possible. Okay, that's fine. Like all our locations are going to be real locations. Chron. Could be, could be, could be, news. It could be the news, yeah. Because that's actually more like news like No one here reads the Chronicle, so we can't even really see. The, the reason that we even put it on the paper, the reason we put it on the paper is like having locations that are going to um they're going to be contrived into being the center of almost all of our scenes, because that's 
what any author does, right? Pick a couple places because you want the reader to come back to that same location because you build attachment to the story and all the rest. When you guys want to go to the newspaper to like get something out there, it will always be the same. Press. It'll always be the same, whatever it is. So, I, is that the I actually Chronicle? like Cron Fort because I like that better because that's a little more like Cron there are reporters. Mm -hmm. Newspaper reporters don't have the same vibe as the Cron Fort news van is showing up and deploying its antenna and they're like, someone's reporting on You're right. This we got event. news vans, we get helicopters, we get a TV that's show. A There's more. a lot more fun stuff to go there. Also, like, Hey, where is that? Says. Nightcrawler is a great movie. movie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Dog Patch. <laughs> I was like, Nightcrawler. No, where, where's the, um, where's Fort Funston on here? Fort Funston is way It's right here. Like here? Fort Funston. Fort Lake Merced. It's by the lake. Oh, that's okay. Fort Funston. Kaylin's right here labeled. Oh, thank you. Alright, cool. It's by the monster of the lake. Um, Good. Lake monster. By that. Should we throw in some old... Some old forces. Uh, we have to put in the old the old yeah. forces. Because they're, they're a cornerstone of one forces. of ours. Well, they're in the know. They're in the know. They're the old forces. Do we want to name some of them? How about like the, or any of the fairy the status court? How about the mob in like Russian Hill or Chinatown? We had... Knob Hill was the white court vampires. I really liked the white court vampires of Knob Hill. We could throw those on as well if we wanted. Wait, the White Court of Knob Hill? Yeah. The White I love Court that. We definitely have to put it's that expensive. in. It's And they've they just been around like forever, right? Like, yeah, and, and those they, mansions have yeah, been they're around old, since the gold old rush. Old yeah, exactly. Don't old you love homes. the idea of vampires showing up during the gold rush? Yeah. And then just yeah. being like, and oh, the gold rush is coming to an end? This would be a great place to settle. Boom. And then like the dot-com thing. So let's do the let's do the previous one first, the old powers. Old powers. The old powers are, they're in the know. Let's not for now. Um, the they're in the know, obviously. As far as rock the boat and maintain status quo, I kind of feel like they're in the middle. Like there's a there's a desire to mm. that they that they because they want to maintain the supernatural. They, they kind of want to maintain the supernatural the status quo. Of the the mundane. mundane it sort of so puts them the in the fine. sort of puts them in the middle. But also there are going to be some that that sort yeah. of awakening old powers. They're happy. With. It's about time. Like, it's about time. I've been waiting for someone to do this because I want to retaliate against someone. Like, totally. So there's I mean, sort of, there can be boring. a mixture. There can be a mixture of that. So we'll put, like that. we'll put old powers in the bottom. Old power. So we have white court vampires for old powers, maybe like fairy courts? What are, what are, what are those sort of things? We have the fairy powers? courts. Um, We've kept the fairy courts some out of it for now. I, I like the idea of the fairy courts having something. something they have very them. low power because there's not strong. We have to tie strong. them into our threats or themes. So I can see them as the old. Yeah, uh, I think uh, an aspect sure. of the old. Yeah, like courses. like they could have development going. In a lot. Do we in want a lot it to be these, the like... old powers of the fairy courts? Well, we kept old powers. Vague on purpose, but I could see the. I'm fairy saying courts. we could focus it. I could. Uh, I say let's put the fairy court separately. Oh I like the idea of them being either or, like um, either in favor or. Against. I'm just saying, old powers is kind of vague, and like, what would it be? I feel Actually, like don't even have old powers as a phrase. Like no. dragons, we do. It's up here. Oh, the yeah, aspect. Like in terms right of old powers, are dragons like a thing. Dragons are a thing. What? Uh, not in any of the books so far. They're in the your world or the our world. Our thing. world. Interesting. Yeah. They have a small entry, but they're in there. I didn't quite hear you, Kevin. What was that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel like there are old powers that have been around so long that they're happy that they would want to stay mm -hmm. on the down low, and there are those that kind of wake up and like going, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. My my thought behind old powers is that they are the reason we're calling the old powers is that they are. They're generally 
creatures and entities that aren't associated with the big active... They're, they're not part of the active organizations. They're not red court, they're not white court, they're not yeah. fairy courts. They then are... how are they powerful? Because they've just laid dormant. They are powerful, yeah. but they are slumbering. Like, I can see like them drawing power from traditions. From... Yeah, they just they just sit around being what they're doing, and they're content with sometimes sitting there for a thousand years, and then all of a sudden you're demolishing this, you know, oh, the trees here. That's, That's my kind of thing. Is eventually we're gonna encounter one, and it has to be a thing. Like, I meant yeah. we'll have to but stat I mean, it out. But we don't. Well, we, we, we don't have to stat it out now, nor yeah, do you have to know what it is right there. Maybe the theme is that people are disappearing because they're awakening all powers and no one knows what it is. Yeah, I mean, just like yeah. the girls disappearing yeah. in the thing, it doesn't define the thing that is That's doing it. So I think if the mystery we want specific supernatural things, we can add them in as well as the old powers. Okay, so like White Court of Knob Hill. Can we throw that on? So let's do the White Court of Knob Hill. How are they attached to... They want to maintain the status quo... Because they had some in their Brooklyn example that I didn't see attached to any of them, actually. They're just like random lists that I'm like, I don't know what that is. Or well, that's it. because there's out loud discussion that happens with all of these. This yeah. is just a worksheet to jot stuff down. But what we're doing, coming up with these stories yeah. that we're not actually writing down, but now they're in all of our which, heads. Which that's one, what that's I could see them being uh, tangentially related to the Red Court. The White Court hates the Red Court. Yeah, so that's their connection, is that... So maybe they want to rock the status but, quo. But it's kind of neat that they're, they they also are maintaining the status quo, which is like both courts, which yeah. is unusual. They somewhat get along because they're not really like they're like we're all happy here, we're all getting what we want, but like okay. tensions are always there. And so, the vampire war that's mentioned many times that I think will be going on here is not between the two courts. Okay. It's between the White Council and the Red Court. But the oh, White Court the helps, war. doesn't? Don't they? The White Court. The White Court. You'll pretty much it never had a catch. Thing in here. I'll, I'll tell the you, the White Court, uh, you'll pretty much never catch being directly involved in any conflict. They revel in extremely subtle and and terrible. They just like to bang. They so. no no. The, what the, what they like what they like is to cause trouble in in like extremely detached ways. Such that you'll never be able to prove that the White King. That the the like king of the white court vampires was actually the, the one that like caused the thing. Like it's it's they'll use patsies uh, that hired patsies that hired patsies so that it just like can't be tied back. Like that's their thing. They love meddling in that. So yeah, they hate the red court, but they won't be on the street fighting them. So what like, would they'll be cause more damage interesting because, for our game? Yeah. Do we want the white court to want to maintain the status quo, or do we want them to? see this as an opportunity to rock the boat um, or should we put them in the middle i think it it's more is fun if it trouble. uh the my problem yeah, with that is we've made that almost everybody wants to cause trouble i'd like yeah. to get that another entity like but the front we've got plenty that want to rock i like the idea of both courts of vampires here it's an unusual thing in the world it's what sort of makes san francisco somewhat unique in the supernatural world and it's our status quo keep it quiet we'll all be happy at the white court so, and red court. Yeah, what's doing great is that that chess was, is being disrupted, and that's what will activate these vampire clans. Right. Because we, when we had discussed this before, I liked the idea that essentially the majority of supernatural powers want that in place because everyone's kind of happy because there's no... This is We said this is kind of a general almost haven for supernatural <laughs> powers because there isn't an all-out war yeah, between any uh -huh. factions. And so I think that, yeah, putting them in a status quo for I see this life. almost as historically when, like, Cortez came to Central America, mm. disease came before him and destroyed the power structure because, you know, nine-tenths of people got wiped out. 
So suddenly, all these people who didn't have power were trying to take power. So some people aligned with Cortez to try and take power. And so it, it created all this chaos. So it's almost like what's happening here. Like, the tech industry is this disease that's taking out the magic. So now all these old powers are suddenly shifting alliances. There's, like, a whole disruption to the way things used to be. So there are diseases coming. Yeah. Mm. Magical diseases. Well, um, so to answer course. the question, I really like the White Corp being maintaining the status quo. Kaylin objected to it though, so I want to make sure that. I didn't it, object to it. I, oh, I, you I, were oh, suggesting shit, it being the other one. Okay. Let's start on Something this. I just kind of like as a consideration. Not in the no, I meant maintain status quo. The idea of like if we did put a lot, if we stacked the rocking the boat part, I mean, maybe part of the campaign would be trying to get people over to the other side. Well, you can choose. You can choose to go either way. Like, yeah. there's plenty of there's. There's, in any given conflict where one side is determined to be the, well, whatever side you're on in a given conflict, there there's like, there will be people, top, bottom, right, and left, that are at your disposal to potentially be on the same side. It will at least have the enemy of my enemy as my friend-like situation going on. So let's put the white court over here in the know, obviously, because they're vampires, um, and they want to more or less maintain the status quo. I'll, like, inch them slightly over, like, they wouldn't mind changing up things a little bit, but... Fun Are fact. there any other? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, you can. And we're calling them the White Court of Knob Hill. Of Knob Hill. Are there any other supernatural element forces that you guys are interested in interacting with, and we want to tie into a theme or threat and throw on there? That's a good question. Yeah, we've got enough. Certainly enough here. We've got a whole bunch of like crazy interactions and stuff that we've got. We've got all our stuff here represented down here. But is there something where you're like, but I really wanted to make sure that we like interact with. I want, like, sort of dumb monsters that want to eat things and eat people. Like, let, everything we've talked about so Hats far, like, animals. they can pass as people. I yeah, want things that don't pass as people. Fer feral And want to run around and eat shit. So is there sewer sewer dwelling... Things that live in the park goblins. and, like, things kill joggers. Yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. monsters of the park. Magical beasts? I want straight-up monsters beasts. eating people who are evil. Magical and there's beasts. no question that, yes... This was eaten by a... Yeah, this person was attacked by a magical cougar. Yeah, so either putting monsters on there or some kind of entity organization that well, is protecting yeah. or releasing... Because yeah. what you're describing yeah. is not a mover or shit. Or like, yeah. Or like no, just, yeah, what you're uh, describing is a threat. It's so a, like a straight-up threat. Could we Which we can come someone. up with another threat. The this druids, is just a worksheet, yeah. and it's like... I mean, you could have the druids of Golden Gate Park who are summoning big dumb beasts or protecting them or promoting the big dumb beasts, the ecological druids. Or like awakening them. Awakening them, things like that. So if that's something you want... Well, maybe the hipster wizards are accidentally... Well, it can certainly be tied into the old power stuff. Like, the straight up just sort of movement into things can just be disrupting magical energies that's causing these things. You know, it disrupts magical energy, which creates like... It's like messing with their ecosystem. Yeah, it, it, it screws up the sort of magical balance ecosystem, which can cause like never-never creatures to be able to like cross over randomly, like just just wild beasts. I think that that's wizards. a problem that we want to contend with. It just has a constant like... Let's just put them right in the middle then. Right Once, in the middle, because then it's just big, the dumb beasts. Big, yeah. dumb beasts. I big, dumb, like dangerous like beasts. That. I like that I want lot. some of them mm. to take issue with that. Fun fact. <laughs> big, dumb... Small, dumb, dangerous. I'm street smart. I just like no, people. get those out of there, Kevin. No small beasts allowed. Small, smart. Related beast. to Alzheimer's in women, trending, uh, trending up in the city. Big dumb beasts. <laughs> yeah. 
Did you go look through a bunch of things? I was trying yes. to find death rates of like, and you found a lot of factoids like that. Um, uh, actually, death from HIV/AIDS uh, steeply going down. Oh. So they've they they're people. Medicine. All right, guys, we have a vibrant city worksheet here. We've got a lot of movers and shakers. We can always add. We can always remove things that we don't like. If it, you know, that haven't come up, etc. Let's um. Scrap that, do it again, because I think, you know, you do it again, and it becomes always better. It's a learning experience. What's the next step? Do we do faces? Do we no, do we do characters. Yes. Characters, okay. So what happens next is... Yes. So I want to hear about some of these characters. Woo. Rabbi's uh, largely the same. I'm okay with that. So that's why I'm excited to hear about you yeah. guys. I'm getting rid of Oshin and Shabbat. I am Thank torn between... You. Oh, no, so, so, so by the rules, they actually oh, have you go... Um, Take ten days. Locations now. They actually Take have you go locations days. next. Oh, However, um, <laughs> we decided to switch it over before. But then I don't think we ever came back and finished. No way. Yeah. Maybe they do say. I I think the characters lead to more locations because we wind up coming up with places like Knobville and, and stuff like that, which came from. When you do your back uh, because backstory. Yeah, because like the Colma and the synagogue are places that you're you're setting your adventures. Then is Colma on the um, base? It's on this it's one. On this one right here. Ah. There's a bit down there. In, in terms of San Francisco, the yeah. city, it is realistically down there. But, but I'm hoping that if uh, we basically are doing Chinatown, Golden yeah. Gate Park, some it's stuff over here. Even like that, it's kind of like when we're there, we're almost away from the central complex. It yeah. can be almost like a hit, like or like. <laughs> oh, we need to go to Colma, yeah. get out of the fray for a bit. It's, yeah, like it's a little bit out of the crossfire. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. But realistically, yeah. but realistically, yeah. if it's not a place, interesting things will happen. I am fine talking about it and it being part of the backstory, but not it not necessarily being one of the nine places where Absolutely. adventures we didn't that was an experiment before, so we went so the rules actually have rather you have go a synagogue. Locations next, then faces, then you go to character creation. I could have sworn it actually said at one point you like skip over and come back. And maybe it did and I I'm thought like, you do half. I'm sometimes saying. there's like a single sentence in a paragraph that's critically important because it's like Make sure you go do character creation first. That's hard to find if you're actually just skimming. It's my only like you start overarching complaint with these rule books that they short up a lot in Atomic Robo and Fake Four, where there's a lot of like it could be yeah. super important rules that are in these like flavor yeah. sidebars. I thought the way we did it was we did like the locations. No, because we did all the locations and, based and, on the back. And then you come back into Fake Four. That's what we did. Yeah. Anyway. And it's the only mention of I'll character. Character. So, Kevin, so what we did last time was we did character creation first, and it gave us the foundation of a lot of locations because we based them, a bunch of them, five locations, on locations that were all from our backstories. Before we had a hard and fast rule, we picked one from each person's backstory and defined them. Um, I don't think we need to be so rigid this time. Um, however, I like doing characters first. Um, and sure. then coming back to it all. Plus sure. it breaks up the city creation by a little At bit. At the same time, if you want there to be a place you go to, a good way I feel to bring that in is to bring it into your character story. It's just, uh, I think, an interesting yeah, way. I, I think so as well. So, um, I have to take a piss, thank you very much. Yeah. So, you want to take a bio break? Yeah. Let's we'll do it. Come back in five minutes. I already gave away all my death rate facts. Um, who else is done? Uh, unfortunately, black people. Uh, that was actually the saddest thing. I was looking at it as like in terms of demographics, it's like in terms of like per capita, yeah. the average death is like 
buff dudes, and then every other group is a little bit lower. I was like, oh, um. So you're sticking with. I was with like, this will be interesting. What's your heck? What's your template? This is werewolf. like revealing werewolf. Is it like a anthrope? Yeah, a very sad. Werewolf. So. Realistic, like. Can you shape shift it well, or are you only once this on the full moon? Our world. Because one of them you can shape shift when you want, and one of them. Lycanthrope can do it. Werewolf can do it anytime. No, no, no. Yeah, no, lycanthrope is the full moon, and lycanthrope is the mind only. I'm going to tell you. Your mind changes the mind of a beast. I don't think the were beast actually physically change. Okay. He can't leave San Francisco. He can't. So you're the you're the lycanthrope. Like as a nope as a supernatural thing. You're the were form. Where for him? Where for him? Where for him? He's cool about zombies. Or even just mundane, like he's the, na- the word zombie. He's like claimed right. the sanctuary here. That he's extradition. Yeah. Something about zombie. Okay, that could be interesting. You know, Venezuela wants him, which is derivative of. There's some weird. There's, there's a loophole. There's a loophole that allows him to stay. I think the light can throws. They're the ones that they're only on every four. Or if you go back all the way. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Because it kind of creates an interesting. It's good that essentially it's a hard and fast limitation to a rich character. I'm being like, well, why doesn't he just get away from all the trouble? It's like we can't let him just go. That's why he has a vested. Because that helps Water. establish why no, you don't want problems to arise here. Because you're like, no, this is but my site. Yeah, Will Smith and I am like, this is my site. You know, like He's a survival. Right. Okay. Will Smith to pee. Yeah, yeah, all the money in the pee. world. But the fact to that not scare it doesn't mean anything if you can't buy it. Right. Yeah. If you're stuck in one city, I like that. Greg, what? ATH. Johnny Sausalito can't leave San Francisco. Why? Because he'll explode. Yeah, that's what we're trying to figure out. Either a supernatural reason or a mundane reason about like. I worry that it's a significant character trait um, that just sort of limits story. Like can't leave, or it it is just limiting. Like, well, then I guess we can't really do anything outside of San Francisco. Except the limitation is a strength because it's the reason that a rich guy doesn't just move. He has a vested interest in the city. This is his home, and he. What if? Yeah, but what about when? What about when the story would be interesting if it took you to Oakland? I could see Um, that, like some kind of power thing. Like if he uses his powers in San Francisco, he has no fear because his patron or whatever, or his ley lines or his heart or whatever, is tied to San Francisco. If he uses his powers outside of San Francisco, it could have big consequences for his character. So when we go to Oakland, say, oh my god, Johnny Sausalito, you know, launch a fireball at that guy. Like, Better question. Well, why would we go to Oakland? Cost my soul, but great food. Fantastic hairstyle. Did you guys see that article about um, phosphine playing at the bottom of the hill? Yeah, I what? saw an article for, for Almag. Oh, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Phosphine on yeah. Rivers and Shakers. Put it what? Oh, it is phosphine. Yeah, racial. I saw Kevin is phosphine in the know. Is that is that a, is, uh, is that like an know. organic yes. chemical phosphine or something? Yeah, I have, phosphate. I have no idea what you're talking phosphate about. Phosphine is Kevin's fan. Kevin's fan. Well, there's oh, phosphate, no, but I that know. I don't know. Okay. Wait, here we go. Everyone, everyone peed. Everyone good to go? I mean, I'll have to pee again at some point. The nature of my blood. Everyone no longer has to pee. I took that. That's the threat. Is that we you need to take me on a walk later. <laughs> um, so what are people's? Where are people at character-wise right now? <laughs> I'm, I'm debating whether I want my dude to be a primarily a ranged guy or a primarily a melee guy. I'm toying with that. Well, we don't have any. If we don't have a cop, it sounds like we don't have anyone currently. 
who uses a firearm. I'm a wear gun. Is there a oh danger of firing into yeah. a melee combat <laughs> and maybe hitting an ally? You mean know. like in a strict mechanical sense? Yes. No. You could, it could be compelled against Certainly could be yeah. compelled if it's an aspect on the table. Yeah. Like, if, it, yeah. if, if, he was grappled, if he was grappled with someone else, and there's an aspect like, yes. I've got him tied up, and you shot him, I'd be like, totally going to compel that. You were in a fate point for it. Makes the situation more interesting. I just thought it was but interesting. No. But there so, isn't a, it's not like in, like, other... Yeah, it's not no, a... it's a little bit less crunchy. It's not a oh, miniatures game, so there's yeah. almost... There's almost nothing in the game that is if you, like if I can see going either way. The, the, on the one half, I'm going to be using either all guns, and see, he's going to do the monster hunter thing, and a lot of his exploiting weaknesses, and I look through most of the statted out monsters they have in there, and it's either either cold iron or holy are the most common things. Uh -huh. So either I could have like a guy who uses like a big sword, and then like throws holy yeah, water water strong. balloons or something. Or I'd have a guy who uses like a Super shotgun soaker. with a Come bunch on. of specialized shells. I don't know what he's going to do in combat, but fun and interesting yeah. than a gun. What are melee weapons? Mm -hmm. I you think can get into the ancient weapons and stuff like that. But that's just my opinion. There's well, a higher resource cost with guns, and I think it's more interesting to have both. True. Have however, we both. are low-level characters. And oh, so for now, I can't. Yeah. I can't really uh, invest and have like a character that makes sense and be good at guns and weapons. I feel like a mirror. So I have to be better at one. Fighting supernatural would go. Would you're gonna go fisticuffs? And I'm. I might up close wrestler. You're up close a wrestler. I'm gonna be up close. You're a wizard. You're up close. So maybe I should go guns. If everyone's going up close, I think range makes more sense. Well, not everyone. She's a wizard. wizard. You're a wizard, but I'm seeing three. And yeah. what are, what are you doing? He's a wild card. But if we have at least half, he's gonna call in an airstrike. Thematically, thematically, you're a monster hunter. You're not volunteering to go up close to a werewolf. No, no, I'm doing. No, that's the thing. If I'm pure mortal, it makes more sense to me to stay further away and use whatever advantages I have at my disposal. I think it makes more sense. For you to be ranged, especially with the long-term like sort of advancement stuff we we yeah. saw. Okay. But, like so. Yeah, yeah. The the result was that mere mortals will long-term will become underpowered in strict like mono a mono combat. Yeah. But um, end up having a lot of utility in other ways in the in the late game. Okay. And then the, I really like the guy making a really strong argument for your for storytelling reasons you really yeah. want at least one mere mortal at, yeah. uh, at okay. the table because it um it's important to ground everything and i like the okay. thing you're saying that, that the stunt that I'm good at if you go heavy and supernatural you get really powerful at like creating fireballs and illusions but things like resources and contacts and like yeah. social things actually will come up more yeah but anyway, that was, um, that was but it was interesting that it did point out that wizards casting evocation spells We'll put out uh, in the later game. We'll put out way more damage. It's just like yeah, because sense. they because they have two axes to um, to add like essentially what becomes damage at the yeah. end of the whole thing, and both of those increase in power. It's like makes sense. they're just they well wizards can bring down a building in the same way. That, on, in my opinion, like, it in, takes a lot out of them, but they can in they third can edition D and D, not counting fourth edition. In third edition D and D, your wizards are doing crazy big things. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. okay. What what next up are we doing, Greg? Yeah. Um, it's character creation. So, okay. do we need sheets? Do we have sheets? Oh yeah. Who needs extra sheets? I need a sheet. I could, well, I do. we have to. I my, my, do I have sheet stuff? Oh, I could I could use a new sheet. Oh, I want for... a new one. How many? 
I'll take one. One, two, three, four. I declare a thought. I have one. I need one. We need four. Fuck five. Four sheets? Oh, I'm going to do it too, so five. Sure. Six. Why not? Six. Everyone at the table. Seven. Who doesn't see? I mean, it's. I can. Uh, I, I think Andrew's the this. only one that does. We're just using this sheet again, one? right? I know. The worksheet and the other one, the character, and the character sheet. sheet. And the character sheet. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I can. I've got them printing. It's a laser jet. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna do the thing. It's a laser jet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna type Who's mine out. Jet? I'd be yeah. so happy moving to a laser jet. Laser jet. Just so much faster. And it flies too. Would you ride in a laser jet? Absolutely. Absolutely. If it was the yeah. first version. Absolutely. Before <laughs> the, the kinks are worked <laughs> out. Gen, Gen 1, laser jet. This is how I always wanted to go. Quick, uh, <laughs> it travels at the speed of light and never returns. <laughs> you uh, never find him. I have secured uh, two hotel desks. Is, that? is, there, is oh. there a druid yeah. template? Really? Yeah. Is there like a druid template? No. I think I think so. So. That would be covered Dude. under photo Well, on hotel desks. Uh, it would, yeah. <laughs> Basically, there's that lots of different kinds of wizards. They assume they're from Basically, we can't be wizards. So I need to... But you could be a focus practitioner uh, and then going towards yeah. something saying, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, grabbing the character sheet. Would you like to read up on focus practitioner? They're fun! Do you want me to read it out loud? Basically, a Can you read it to me in like a slow and sultry voice? No, no, silly voice. Focus practitioner sucks. <laughs> Was that the silly voice or was that the I slow don't speech? know. I think it was the I was sure did like a happy birthday, Mr. President thing, but oh, okay. it, got weird. <laughs> it got weird. Yeah, it got weird. Fast. Fast. Focus practitioners. Happy birthday! Focus practitioners. There's diminishing returns on the breathy voice. I'm I can't of, breathe. Um, what limits you is that wizards can do anything with anything. And anything focus, with anything. Well, yeah. And focus practitioners are limited to a, sl- a slice of that. Yeah. And uh, no slice. one can go into wizard uh, at the power level. One for the top, one for the bottom. I think sorcerer is also in that same... Sorcerer I is... Uh, I don't remember exactly what a sorcerer is. It's like a hipster wizard. You should be in the world. Is there a moral study? I think there is a Actually, sorcerer is a little bit too much. That's minimum is the werecockroach. Is the what? Werecockroach. I mean, it's entirely possible. I strongly consider playing it. Werub. I am in a werub. Because a guy who, like, has, like, um, oh, yeah, absolutely sorry. possible. Best round. You, yes, uh, uh, yeah, if you want to go into wizard eventually, um, you can. You start as focus practitioner and you essentially expand your power there. But wizards are uh, a very high power template. They're like character sheet. Did you have a, did you have a new character sheet? Oh, yeah, it great. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, just a regular character sheet. I've got two extra up here. I've got it. Extra. Well, there you go. Printed seven. There was enough one for everybody. Well, there's there's two more somehow. Well, okay, someone didn't actually take. Make sure you have a worksheet. Phases worksheet. And one from the bottom. Oh, seven. weird. I have. A f- you didn't take it one from the top, you. one from the bottom. Oh, I, did, I thought it was collated. No, <laughs> we don't collate in this house. Well, I could have checked the box. As I never know. I never know if the box checked or unchecked is the thing I want. I know what collation does, but I don't know which. <laughs> collation direction. is good. You want collation. Then why is it off by default? Not if no, you want to do one from the top, one from the bottom. As God intended. Now I can oh, see that, like, collation, no. question mark, checkbox. That's what it is. Does it normally collate, or does it normally not correlate? What am I what, used is, to? what is this? What is the status quo That's, I don't that I'm know. choosing okay. or not choosing? I, I needed to do a little image to show pages like one, two, it one, does. two. 
It does that. It might do That's that. What That's what there. Not in Chrome's print uh, preview thing. 45 minutes. But you don't do Chrome We have 45 minutes. I do. Chrome is horse shit. quiet. <laughs> got 45 minutes. For what? Until I leave. All right, all right. Well, I want to hear about Johnny Sausalito. I want to hear about Brim 2.0. Is it still called Brim? Is it called Brum? She's called Merb. Burb. Bro. Okay, I will give us the, the, thing we, the, the important things to know. Okay, the very first thing we're going to do is we're going to choose... Imagine your mouth is full Kaylin. of ashes. Try to say something. The very first thing we're going to do is choose a template. Okay, it's the first uh, most important thing you got to pick for your character. However... Um, There's our no slot on here that says template. It, there is. It says In right the there. worksheet. Oh, the worksheet. Oh, the worksheet. Gotcha. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong sheet. Um, so we're going to be doing everything on the worksheet for quite a while. Uh... <laughs> So you can choose a template, but wait, our power level. We all agreed that we wanted to start with feet in the water. We like starting at the very bottom and character yes, advancing through the things. So feet in the water is six refresh. You can go ahead and write that on your character sheet at the bottom, um, which is your uh, your base refresh level is six. You're going to have 20 skill points, so you can write uh, total available, and the total available is 20. And the skill cap is great, which you can see on the right side there is a plus four. Um, so plus four, great. And there's a spot that says skill cap. Um, there. So, uh, the reason this is important when picking a template is, uh, general, the general rule is you should spend about half your, uh, total refresh available on your, uh, on your character. If you have spent more, which means three refresh. Okay. So if you spend more than that, it needs to represent a significant investment into that re, uh, into that template, into who you are, for some reason. Okay, can you it say should, that again? You can spend three refresh okay. towards your character. That, that's it. what you should strive to do. If you end up spending four, or especially five, five means you like, would mean you're on the verge of essentially losing, losing your character to, to your yeah. power, to who you are. For example, if you were a wizard and you only had one available refresh, and you kill someone with magic, your character's over. It's done. Because that act of killing edge. someone forces you to take the lawbreaker uh, power instantly, yes, yes. which costs you a refresh. Your refresh hits zero. It's no longer a player You're teetering. Character. You're teetering on the edge of like, edge it could be nine. sanity. It could be turning yourself Your over to the fae. It could be things. So, so templates have a minimum cost because Must. templates are not, they're not a strict like uh, thing. They usually have a, uh, they have a couple musts that you must take to do that template, and they usually have a bunch of take these powers to customize it more. So you're generally, for the most part, only gonna be able to take like the very basic musts of the template at this power level, and yeah. maybe one extra weak power. Mm. Mere Mortals is a little bit different. Yeah. Yep. Figure out, right now it's uh, high concept and template and trouble are the first three things you really gotta get. That's what we're doing right now. Right. Adjusted refresh. Is that that's the number? That'll be that'll be at the end after. Yeah, you're gonna spend some of it on stunts or powers and whatnot. Okay. Which template are you gonna do? That's like literally what we do. Emissary power. Emissary power. Cool. I gotta figure out exactly how that. What that entails. Yeah. Who am I? Uh, that's so worth it. Live on the edge. What's I up? Dig it. That's so fucked up. 
true believer. It costs four think? to be a focus practitioner. So you know that involves. So you like can't start with focus practitioner. Like for Why not? Part. It said something you have to work. Are you sure it has a, a mu- well, must? Hey, he's not helping anybody else. Yeah. It has both yeah. channeling. Hang on, look. Minimum refresh cost two. But it says two. What, what's this then? That's why it says, additionally, a focus practitioner must take one or both of. So you're not taking one both. One or both. Reading is We read very good. Well, listen, yeah. my character's uh, blind. blind. So, so at this level, at this level, if you're going focus practitioner, you're going to take one or the other. This brills. And they're both super interesting. And if we have two focus practitioners at the table, I hope okay, if you we do take one of each. One, I'll, I'll he wants to do... If I think an unnecessary power... Because yeah, read up on emissary power. It's kind of like uh, the sword of God thing, or so the knight of the fairy court the thing, except you get to decide who you getting power from. Like you could oh, and so and you are a, from a dragon. You're a borrowed power. demon. You're a borrowed power. Yeah. Like the true believer actually isn't like killing divine. Like, do like it. Like all it. of that's or like possible. The of There's like a true believer in But what you, in that case, what you'd have like to do is just specialize. Well, I meant the champion of God. I was being more specific. Okay. Yeah. Or like whatever. So, emissary of power is the one that requires the most sort of like well, arrangement with the GM compared to any other one. As it says in there, you and your GM should discuss the terms of this agreement to the extent that they're known by your character. And that means there's some power to you not knowing the full arrangements of it. Because you make a deal with one of these uh, extra planar powers, and um, there's always going to be some unknown catches, right? So an emissary power must have a high concept that speaks to the bargain or pact they have made with a patron. Um, what are you thinking? Um, I mean, the idea of having some kind of weird dragon... Be like the Your ghost is also the power. I don't know if so, it has to be one so of these established. It listed it in the description of emissary of power, right. which is what gave so me the idea. Like yeah. some or not in the, like in one of the things like focused. maybe you're some dragon's functionary or something like that. Maybe I am remembering. Dra- so the weird thing is, in all the fourteen books I've read, I don't remember dragons coming up at all. Gold rush, right? Only if dragons are that. I'm just. I have no idea. Let me see. Let me look at our world real quick. You like the idea of dragon, though, if it is a dragon. Cool. Oh, I like dragons, it demons, fairy core, I don't know what else. And then I'm not even listed anymore. Yeah. Kind of. I like dragon figures. Dragon sounds cool. Let me check paranet paper. So I'm not sure dragons are in... But it said dragon in the example. Yeah, our world has a brief section on dragons. Weird, it's not in the index. The index is not always the best. It's in the... Uh, I love the Imperinet papers. One of the index items is human trafficking, and there are four pages listed. (laughs) Let me go. At some point, to get the um, dragon is listed a shitload in the Imperinet papers. A skill, a skill spread (sighs) would be would be handy. A recommended skill spread. What takes forever? Oh, just in my brain. Oh, that's um. What skills? That's on a page. I know where that is. I think it's uh. There's a few. Uh, the skill spread. Who are you? He's talking to me. Okay. Uh, well, that's a little early yet, but just I know what you're talking about. Because it's a different skill spread than what we used before. It is. So because wanna, we only have 20 skill points. Because that one will be a good one for everyone just to write down. There's, a, there's a thing that says number of slots. Yeah. And that will be the same for everyone no matter their template. Yeah. So well, if we write that down. Okay, that. so I'm only going to do that one Character power. creation. Sometimes I go a little too heavy in the beginning. Character creation. Start him out. Uh, okay. Talking about drinking? 
Yeah, and sometimes I just go overboard at the beginning don't, of the Don't pre-game. start with shots. Don't, you, don't yay your Ezra opener. Are you a Boozomancer? Are you <laughs> the Boozomancer? Awesome. But if I did take Boozomancer, I would have to in real So we are 20 points. So there's right. a variety. You could do three good, three fair, five average. Or you could do one great, two good, three fair, four average. Two great, two good, two fair, two average. If so you want one, the most, if you want the maximum greats, you're going to do two, 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 and two. So, mm, okay. two good, two great, two good, two fair, two average. If that's a total of eight skills. I think. Interesting. Or that, you can go, that, you can get that, more that, skills. And that first one had no greats. Yeah, the first I, one had no greats. The second one had one great, so you, and then oh, one, oh, two, three, it, four. Oh, oh, that's easy. You can either do one, two, three, four, or two, 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 two. So or three, three, five. Yeah, if, if you want, if you want this no greats. Last time they all kind of agree. Everyone wants Everyone wants great. Well, you can do whatever you'd like, but that's that's the spread, right? But basically, if you want some great yeah. skills, yeah. Okay, I'm just doing the two, 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 because I yeah. need I need discipline and conviction to both be super high. Okay, three, three, five. Good. Yeah, cool. Oh, what's good for this guy? I'll probably um, just arrange them. Yeah. Like the... But yeah, just writing that spread down, or just make it easy. Skills list so there are uh, there dragons. Is skills. If I the, the book is on Drive, I don't know if you can. I have the I have the book on my phone, which helps. Oh, it's I on don't. the it's on the shared. Drive I, it's thing. in the shared drive. The book is. No, I mean I don't have my phone. Oh yeah. So, so weird. I don't remember dragons coming up in the book, and they might actually have. They are dragons. Apparently, one was killed by um, one of the the mm-hmm. fist of God or something. Okay. M. Yeah, if you go into the R world, the I found two things in there. Which is, if you look at the Stem, in the old world spray, order, it's in the beginning of the book. Map. There's the name of the okay. section, and it lists all the different factions and dragons um, are briefly listed. Okay, so and then also are? what goes bump in the night. They have like there's the a biggest. section on dragons there. That's a stunt. What goes bump? Uh-huh. And also before that, it's a top level category. Order. Yeah, Let's see. it's a top level category. Yeah, dragons. There we go. Since the greater dragons are dragons are extremely powerful shapeshifters, their appearance varies. However, it's been said that their natural form would crack the earth and any mortal looking at them would be overwhelmed with awe, terror, and insanity. All three? The only true dragon currently known is Faravax. Oh, they're in great peril. That was book two. So, I think imagine Paranet Papers maybe has an update. It does. The greater dragons are extremely powerful. They fall into the heavyweight class of supernaturals. And heavyweights are basically... Heavyweight class of supernaturals in the book basically they don't get statted out because they are plot devices. Yeah, I and there's really no like reason for them. There's no reason for them to be statted out. If you fight them, you lose. Yeah, yeah, because you lose if you fight them. There's like no re- you're not your story shouldn't ever let the player characters become powerful enough to fight them because it doesn't make any sense. Old powers. It's like I kind of like that the the fiction establishes like they will always be these heavyweight class things that are like they're more powerful and they're greater than the squabbles that are like happening and like even when you become powerful and save the world there's still these like more powerful beings that don't care about that thing kinda sorta or they do care about it a lot and all you can do is just negotiate with them but you ain't gonna draw a gun on them Greg, if you're talking about old powers, that totally lines up. Yeah, powers. So the powers of uh, Faravax, <coughs> plot plot device level magic. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> especially shape-shifting and name magic. Very explicit. The ability to breathe dragon fire seems likely. <clears throat> the benefits of long experience, lots of power and skill, and functional immortality. Assume it has at least one of mythic strength, toughness, and speed. 
Declaring I can see it being buried deep beneath the city. Uh, I see what you're saying. Unknown, Lord but a knight of the like cross that, but for wielding stuff. one of the swords was able to kill one of the dragons. So, no lesser dragons have been seen in the mortal world, to my knowledge, since the days of the original Merlin. The Never Never, though, that's a different story. So, a lesser dragon. I, I think uh, a greater dragon we should stick away, stay away from. I think it's a little too, a little too much pressure of like extraordinarily high power. But a lesser dragon. There's an example of one in one of their sort of um, example uh, um, adventures in here that seemed really neat. He's a lesser dragon that. Uh, his his high concept is to be respected as a greater dragon, and so it's kind of interesting. Like his his um, uh, how do you pronounce it? Demons. Demons. Does that mean a home domain? Oh. domain. Like Demesnine or something? Yeah, like it's spelled about. weird. I know, yeah, it's like a supernatural like, creature's like home. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it. Anyway, his place is like extremely like opulent and stuff because he wants to be a like he wants to be a dragon with a capital D but he is just a dragon with a capital lowercase D and so he's sort of like a he's a Weasley character but he's still a dragon like he's powerful anyway um I think if you will like the idea of dragon I think that is awesome it'll be fun I'll have to do a little more reading up and try to get I'll probably get some advice from the forums for dragons in the Dresdenverse oh a sorcerer is just the next level above a focus practitioner I'm not sure about that last the what a sorcerer is just the next step above oh, so a sorcerer is above focus practitioner uh, yeah. yeah, a sorcerer requires six because it I requires both evocation three easy. and thaumaturgy three. Right, I mean, what's the requirements for a wizard? Folk, uh, You're a wizard. Is it seven? They need wizard sight and uh, the musts are evocation three, thaumaturgy three, true sight one, soul gaze zero, wizard's constitution zero. And there's a, there, there's a section at the end of every single one that says minimum refresh. Oh, sorry, seven. Yeah, and the sorcerer so is six. six so sword. it's a small step up. Um, you can just hold off for wizard. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, okay, so I have, I have allocated my skills, but I two. have not affected the stress tracks. Right. Can you remind yeah. me Stress how that tracks works? is six. the ones you're looking at are presence, conviction, and endurance. Social, True. So short. mental, and. So endurance is physical, physical conviction is mental, and I think presence is social. So what do I do with that information? Do you have any of those three skills? Oh yeah. Which what? Give me one. Discipline. Uh, not discipline. Conviction. Conviction. What's your skill? I'd rather do all this together since everyone's gonna need okay. to do it. Yeah. Um, save time. Um. So, let's go around the table. Has everyone picked a template? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? What's your uh, What's your template? We'll start with Johnny. Uh, Johnny Sausalito. What's your character's name as well? Johnny Sausalito is my character's name. Uh, he, his template is Emissary of Power. We have yeah. never had an Emissary of Power. Yeah. I'm really excited. It's going to be a dragon of some sort. I think yeah. it'll take a little more, like, really focusing time to figure out exactly what that is. But we're going to start fleshing that out in the backstory and everything. Yeah. So I suppose we're going to have time to do that. Awesome. Um, so that is really cool. The, the powers that you're going to take are going to be very dependent on that. Cool, cool. Pure Mortal, uh, it's going to be Jensen Tanner. I changed the last name because Padalecki, no one really liked it. And uh, Tanner, like, from Full House. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. San Francisco. Also Your from boy. someone who tans hides. Yeah, so that's a good point. But I'm, I'm glad, from a I'm glad you're used to tan hides. Yeah, I like Jensen after a while. We got used to Jensen. I would Jensen. I would keep calling you Jensen yeah. if you change your character JT. I always JT. thought Jensen was his last JT. name. JT. No. Because it sounds like a last name. 
How, uh, how uh, age are people establishing? Uh, I always go my age because that's generally what I think. But I maybe younger. I don't know. I have to figure out. He's he's less power, so I could see him being more inexperienced and therefore younger. So maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll drop him to early twenty something I'll or think something. In 20. Um, okay. My character's cook, early forties, but ageless because he's old as soul. Uh. And oh, template Wereform Werewolf. Awesome. How old is he? He looks like he's in his 40s? He's, he looks like he's had a rough <laughs> He's <life>. weathered. <laughs> he's weathered. Anyone a smoker? Smoker? Coke smoker? Uh, he's in the program. Coke smoker? Johnny Sausalito cigar smoker? Uh, what? No, I don't have a say. No, cigars no, don't get you regular, high. Regular he gets his buttered rum virgin. <laughs> So just butter. butter. <laughs> All right, so you're going with wear form again. Wear form again. <laughs> say, wait, did you say it's, it is cook again? It's cook. Yeah, cool. Kaylin. Um, doing another focus practitioner this time. Doing earth, earth, earth. Why is everyone looking at me? All the we're excited because oh, yours is the like most different. Okay, well, okay, Johnny's so, not sweet blind. That's the, so my character is a dude named Clay Gallows, who is blind oh, and. Yes, very much an earthbender. Um, doesn't wear shoes. Kind of looks like a bit of a tatted up Jesus. He doesn't okay. wear shoes. Tatted no. up black Jesus? Indian Jesus? Asian Jesus? White Jesus. White Jesus. White Jesus. Um, well, hey man. <laughs> it's nature. Yeah, homeless Hell. people poo on the street in San Francisco. No, you see, the thing about... The well, the, the, <laughs> the thing about Clay is that he can actually get around just fine like a regular person. You wouldn't yeah, even know he's blind. Yeah. He wears, like, shades. And because Perfectly he he basically has blind sight, so just is able to get around. I'm you sorry. Rewind. So you Did have you blind sight. Is that a power you took? It's like, going to be an we aspect. Have, we haven't gotten to powers yet, so that's, real quick. That seems like I don't know. Back. Did you say you look like a cut? Uh, what, you don't know. What? Blind sight is that? That seems a little potent <laughs> that aspect. Says, Sam, no, do you really think it's potent up. that she gets to see? Well, the answer is no. Like, no, no it's yeah. a narrative thing. Like the fact that. Uh, that this character gets to see the world around him is something that everyone else gets without well, taking Well, the idea the for blindsight is usually there's a trade-off. Like, you can also oh. see things that wouldn't be able to see otherwise. Yeah, and, no. but also... It's like daredevil course. vision. Oh, it's such a curse. Also, <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy! <laughs> but also available for compels as well. Which yeah. balances it out. But I'm saying that leans a little bit more into power. It's a trade-off. I'm, I'm willing to discuss it later, but yeah. for now, no, he doesn't step in shit randomly. Okay. Like, just like you don't. Right, Unless... Okay. You put it right in his path. Quietly. On his foot. You put it on his foot. Alright, lame guys. Alright, moving on. Um, age? Mid 20s. Clay Gallows. Next. You have the picture. I don't have it. Oh, you gonna, want me to pull it up? I'm gonna skip to Dan. It's awesome pictures. Skip to me. I need to read some. Is 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 okay? I, I'm I'm very curious. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me show you a supernatural senses and then you, power. And then you look about. Is it like one, a one? Because I can only spend like one. I don't know how much it is, but I remember seeing like, where you can like oh, see the infrared and other various kind of like well, things along the same. Maybe later. Clay yeah, like work, work Gallows. It. That might represent that. Oh, well. is there a picture that? Oh yeah, yeah, there's there's a picture. This is Clay Gallows. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Good looking guy. He does. He does. Okay. Mm. He does have trouble shaving. So the beard is just kind of a necessity. You don't really get to see his beautiful blue eyes most of the time. Because you got to Photoshop on the sunglasses. Yeah, and then when that he, won't be difficult. He takes off the sunglasses and you see him. They're kind of like. Does he have the big gauged piercing? Yeah. Sweet. 
that's, okay. a, that's actually carry like, over from specific Alex. Specific yeah, by the hip or... Uh, yeah, like, like, uh, like earth runes. Earthy, earthy okay. runes all over. Um, he just had to trust the person who did. No, actually, that's what made him go blind. <laughs> the tattoos? Yeah, no, he was a tattoo he, ink. He was a dabbler. Oh goodness. Um, a bit of a hipster wizard himself. <gasps> Oh wait, the tattoos made him go blind? I think so, or at least those are... He was not born blind. No, not born blind. Interesting. The cool. the, the pursuit of magic. Oh, something in the pursuit of magic. Sight. Well, we're definitely going to get to fill that out in the backstory stories here. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Andrew, he's passing for a little bit. We're oh, passing. Oh, this, you have to think. He knows he's I'll, gorgeous. I'll go after. Okay. okay. <laughs> Mine's short. His Mine's presence short. is good. All right. <laughs> oh, right. Put up there. I need mine. You guys know so the dreamy. rabbi. So dreamy. You guys know the rabbi. What's the rabbi's That's name? Him, right? okay, good. The rabbi. The rabbi. The rabbi. You guys call him the rabbi. There it's is. not like a Brandis thing where like yeah, no one knows, but at least for this first chunk of time, it's just an insignificant piece of information of his actual name. His real name is Adolf Hitler. It's really embarrassing. It's a really... <laughs> it's hard to get past. Every time you would talk about the rabbi online, I would talk about... Really it's really a really hard You told me a show that I need to watch, because there was a character in a second season or something. I'll take it offline. There's a a show that had a side character who was like a guy... That you're like that character reminds me of the rabbi that they. Oh, I gotta think about that. Okay. So I forgot what it was, but anyway, the rabbi. Any he's changes an old, in oh, theme? You're he's thinking an old of? dude. Um, I'm gonna be switching up his. He's still going to be a devout observer of Shabbat, which will come up in you know some. There are certain days that he's just not gonna use his phone, not gonna take cars. Um, but his trouble, I'm gonna focus more on him believing in the good that's in everyone. And the, uh, yeah, that there's, that there's basically good in everyone. Kind of, honestly, just leaning in on that paladin D&D style thing of you've got someone who is not ever going to kill the hostage that we have. Um, he is still a two-fisted Jewish exorcist. So God gave him two hands and he'll be damned if he doesn't fight a devil with each one. <laughs> That's not an aspect. But I'm going to say that at some point. All right. Do you want me to go or are you going, Andrew? I'll go. Um, so I'm going to continue with Lou Zong, but I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Okay. Um, I want to go focus practitioner, but I'm looking into cra- to crafting right now. It's I'm still trying to figure out exactly how to go about doing that. Like, do that. Crafting is not a significant thing in the yeah. by default. No. So I was thinking of going ritual, focusing on like chi powers. Maybe like divine fi- divine fire, so we could like summon a firewall, or maybe give himself like flaming fists. Cool. So um, ritual powers are all about not used in combat. Yeah, always. Uh, mm. Ritual powers are they take many many minutes, sometimes hours to cast. They are like carefully prepared rituals. things. But you can buff yeah. people, and they can do very. Like they do very powerful things, but they are never. It is always more complicated. Basically, even the most rote. Ritual yeah. from a powerful wizard, it just take like the amount of time a fight lasts is just always shorter than yeah. even the most real rituals. So I think I would love to see you go down the ritual route, what and about, we can figure that out. What about like ectomancers? Have anybody done ghosts? Talking to he you? was a ghost. Uh, he had talker, talking to but ghosts, but he didn't do any like. He was not a spellcaster. No, yeah. that's a cool idea. He wasn't like yeah. a slimomancer. <laughs> ectomancer is ectomancer is absolutely a, a type of thing. Yeah. A lot of precedent for that in the books. Um, and, uh, yeah. 
That'd be cool. Because right, you have to pick a particular um yeah. a particular so, so you could like talk to the ghosts of the homeless. Yeah, there's or, a lot of things you can do. Um, but mostly, um, I want his trouble to be around this like ancestral pact, where I think back in the day, maybe like the the earthquake of San Francisco, some family member sacrificed themselves um, to like bind to yeah to like bind their family into this pact now that like they are protected by some presence, but in exchange they now have to right. serve, that know, in serve that in some way, and he uses his ectomancy to communicate maybe he's a conduit to other family members. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of potential there. That almost sounds like the, what you're doing a little yeah, bit. The, yeah, it, it crosses over a little bit into Emissary of Power. Oh, it is only that would one. be kind of cool if he actually had kind of like whatever that, that whoever the pact was with, like your character's family. Yeah. Are all part of like. Yeah, and ritual, I think you can do summoning too. Hmm. Um, yeah, so summoning is a type of ritual like, magic. I could summon summoning my, and binding. My boxing uncle. <laughs> Ghost uncle. Dude. It's like chi, chi magic. Chinatown, mm -hmm. like, is that what you're. Oh, that's where he lives. Okay. Chi town. Chi town. Nope, okay. He calls it chi town. <laughs> okay. Nice. Right. Very nice. Greg? <coughs> I don't know. Might be. Everyone's playing a male character? Yep. You can go lady, yeah. I might, this, I might have this be a character lady. name. Yeah. Actually, surprisingly, we all have our character day. names right off the bat. <laughs> I don't know my character name. Meredith Pond. What's the it's high concept? Or like not oh, written like out, Meredith what's the okay. idea? She, it's gonna be she, I think. She, she. She's gonna be a minor talent. Um, she owns a, uh, she owns a store in I don't know what district. I have to figure out the same place where the Book pirate, district. the same place where the pirate shop is. Hate. The hate. Or just, just above the hate. She's got. She owns a store in the it's hate. Be on the hate. Yeah. Which is, uh, it is a uh, wizard. It is a wizard shop. The hate. I'm like, that's a location in San Francisco. <laughs> yes. It the is. hate yeah. district. Yep. <laughs> she owns a shop there. Um, <laughs> it, it's not spelled H A T. -E. I know, All but right. for a moment I was like, yeah. like the hate and like. There's a. Uh, sorry. So uh, she owns a shop there. It is a wizarding shop. Uh, there is, in real life, a pirate shop in the Hate. That's awesome. It's actually a like a it's like a, a place for children to go to uh, like support um, reading and, uh, yeah, and writing. They couldn't and stuff. get zoned for education. They could only zone for a store. So they opened a pirate store that no one would buy anything at, so that in the back they could run their educational thing. Yeah, basically. So it's like they just have a bunch of like pirate themed stuff that they sell, and it's awesome. It's all themed up, all piratey. But it like every every purchase there supports the actual like education thing they run. Anyway, so my thought is like similar to the sort of like crazy like pirate store that's just so weird and random. It's a wizard store. Um, it's a wizard store. They sell stabs and wizard hats and and, scarves. and yeah, you know uh, when Harry Potter got yeah, big, a lot of business. Um, and so it's like, but it's not not a wizard shop for wizards, a wizard shop for tourists. Yeah. Um, however, it being called a wizard shop at all uh, has does attract the attention of actual wizards who come in to be like, let's see if there is any real thing here, and it turns out that there is. Because her minor talent is uh, uh, is an ability to um, to sense magic and to sense power. She cannot manipulate it in any way. She's not a spell caster, um, but she uh, but she is very sensitive to magic. And when she shakes the hand of a wizard, when a wizard shakes the hand of another wizard, essentially they know that the person they can't, they can't hide it. It's a uh, there's a power there that, that can't really be hidden. Wizards can sense that. Just she wizards, can sense right? it just as well as a wizard. Um, 
for the most part. Yeah. Like, focus practitioners are kind of like wizards. Yeah, and, and you start to get some of that innate ability, but it, it would be undeveloped, and you, you wouldn't necessarily know what to look for. I think that's but a she, trapping of a lore or alertness, where you can just sort of sense something is off. Yeah. With a, with a so she skill she's like got like my 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 thought is that basically she's got that like a fully trained wizard like a, just a natural Please. ability to do that probably something in her bloodline maybe we'll figure it out in sort of a a, a backstory yep. here some sort of bloodline that connects to some sort of supernatural creature, um, but uh, but yeah she she can so when stuff comes in so it has become a sort of. A second-hand shop also. So there's like a section like behind glass or even in the back room where it's and like the when the real real wizards do come in sometimes for it. The idea is from a from a metagame perspective, I wanted to create a character that won't go on most of the adventures that you guys do, but I wanted to be a character that's like more connected to me personally than most of the NPCs. But she will can commonly be a resource for magical knowledge because she picks up a lot from the people that come in. She sells a lot of stuff. She has a lot of books as well. It's not primarily a bookstore, but of course, if you're a wizard store, Wizard Tomes is going to be a part of that. And so she's picked up a lot of knowledge. So when you want to get a, maybe a lead on something in the magical world, she's uh, likely to be a good source for that. So I wanted to give sort of a plot device that works well, an interesting character that has a reason to know this stuff that serves that purpose. And will also hopefully be an interesting personality and have some backstories that are tied to other people. So you'll have deeper connection to her than your average uh, bookstore owner. So cool. Eight. That's um, that's who she is. I don't know her name yet, but age. Uh, age. age. Is she old lady. Well, said age. Can Young, she? Can her name just be 14. age? Fourteen. Yeah. Is she a prodigy? Or no? She's not a kid. She's not a kid. She's not an old 92. lady. The she question owns is, her own store. Thirty. Like she's in her forties. There, I mean, she'll be. It's not a big. Yeah, like, I'll put her at like forty years old. Zero to ten. How bangable is she? I'll put. I'll put a. Is I'll she put a milf? A gilf? I'll, I'll put her at. Uh, a grand gilf? Forty. You gilf? She might have is a kid. A, a That's a double G. G. I might have a kid. I think I'm gonna have her have a, a fully grown kid. So she's like forty. <laughs> yeah, she's like forty and has like a has like a twenty year old twenty year old kid. Oh, okay, gotcha. Does maybe she, is she? Is she attractive? Maybe. Does she like the beard? Is she into the Santa Claus? Is she Jewish? Is she Jewish? Is she into the Jewish Santa Claus? Um, <laughs> Did John Jay date that time? Uh, John Jay not married yet. Tinder? <laughs> yeah. I'm a but I'm still human! Yeah, so she's, she's like 40, 40 to 45, somewhere in that range. And, and she's got like a 20 to 25 year old kid, sure. somewhere in that range. Cool. Yeah. No, I like that, I like that, yeah. So she's on a little bit on the older side, but not not an old lady, but... It's a but to be a wizard. An adult. Um, and I did decide to take Supernatural Senses. Oh, you checked it out? Yeah, it cost one, so I took, so I took it. If it if it was gonna take two, I couldn't. But yeah, let's double check. Do you, do you have permission to take it? I guess that can make sense. I don't know. Do yeah. I? It doesn't really say glad. anything. Clay it's page one sixty five. If you no, want to check it. No, if it's it. awesome, then it makes sense. I'm it, glad you don't have the only thing it does is allows me to see in darkness, which is all the time. Yeah. So. Oh, that's the <laughs> that's the only mechanical power. Yep. Well, oh, no, no, no. That, it's, sure. it's just a lot of you can interpret it a lot of different ways. So I went with the yeah. physical. It affects my alertness, basically. So cool. in total darkness. I like that. I like it. It plays into the whole narrative. It gives a sort of mechanical justification for the for the narration. Yeah, I'm and, willing to. And willing does to... give you a genuine power that, in certain narrow circumstances, could be extremely. Yeah, valuable. if it's super dark, I'm okay because I'm always in the dark. I like that. So That's right. there Don't you keep go. Me in the dark, guys. Cool. Late, never mind. Love it. Okay. 
I'm we've got uh, we've got 15 minutes left, which is enough time for people to do a little bit more. Um, the so, next big things we're going to have is you're going to do your little background story. Yeah, that's you have to your high concept yeah, and so, trouble. So next is high concept and trouble. So I'm gonna I want to read out the prompts for high concept because it's super important. Um, uh, we spent a long time uh, going over aspects last time, and here are my thoughts on it. I think the the amount of time we spent scrutinizing each aspect and really making sure that it was like a perfect aspect, I thought paid off. I thought we ended up with a whole table of everyone's aspects being awesome. It also took a very long time to do so. I think, um, and we, I wanted to do it all at the table last time because we were trying to give the system a real deep dive, like trial. We really wanted to like really do that. I think we can um, do it in Slack. I think we can do a lot of brainstorming for like individual concepts in Slack a, a, a little bit, or if we don't end up getting around to it, we can spend some time next week. So I think we should, I want everyone to spend some time thinking about what their high concepts should be, but let's let's try to uh, get some brainstorming up on Slack for to how to shore them up. We can also put like the uh, the, the, the threats the, and stuff in the city tournament. Guess the last, the couple aspects at the end. That's after we do the stories. Right. Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna get to that tonight. Yeah, um, I just mean writing math. Yeah. Um, um, so high concept. I kind of want to. Before I had one, things go bump in the night. I bump back. But like, I was reading in the book, and I found like a couple of people like monster hunters, like mortal monster hunter, and I kind of yeah. liked it just as more straightforward. I really think the bump and bump back is just so much more interesting as a. There as are a lot of examples, aspects. but a lot of it's just like that are like. Dumb luck and things like that. I, I think. But if you read the entire aspect section, yeah. they'll even call out that those sorts of aspects are not ideal if you can come up with a better one. Yeah. But I think it's okay to have. But it should also be what speaks to you. But I think. Yeah. But I think. I kind of like Mortal Monster because a lot of times, like, okay, I need something to invoke. But when I see, like, when things go bump in the night, I bump back. Doesn't rhyme. It's like, oh yeah, I'm a monster hunter. What can like. It sort of like speaks to my motivation, not necessarily my expertise yeah. and experience. I would You're say, right. if, I would if, say, if, Monster if, Hunter, keeping in mind, but like our goal, Monster Hunter. our goal of keeping it specific in, in, keeping the invokes specific, and by that I mean, only invoke it when you are literally hunting a monster. Yeah, not like okay, we're in combat with a supernatural being. You know, not does, doesn't quite fly kind of thing. It's like, no, no, you are in pursuit of your quarry. Yeah. So I would just say, like, I, I think Mortal Monster Hunter applies to the character you've played before anyway. Yeah. Um. But I think, I know the one thing is that we're, we're trying to, like, focus, like, in terms of invokes. Which hasn't been, an, it was not an issue when we did it before. Right. So I'd just say, like... I was just looking added. through a lot of, like, the ones they have statted out, looking at the aspects they have there. And they have things Most like of them are very straightforward. Like the ones yeah, for Murphy, it's like championship sharpshooter, and that's one of her aspects. And it's well, like, like used an example. Well, let me let me read the let me read the. A lot prompt. of the ones I ended up with were kind of like, how the hell would I ever use that? Let me read the prompt for high concepts. Um, you're gonna come with a high concept, uh, but there's more to this step than just saying, "Oh, I'm a wizard." Um, here's where you start nailing down the core parts of your character that make them a unique version of that template. In short, your high concept is a phrase that sums up what your character is about, what and who he is. It's an aspect, one of your first and most important ones for your character. Think of this aspect like your job, your role in life, or your calling. It's what you're good at, but it's also a duty you have to deal with, and it's constantly filled with problems of its own. That is to say, it comes with some good and some bad. Here are a few different directions you can take this. You could take the idea of, like your job, literally. 
as with Karen Murphy's high concept, Special Investigations Lead Detective. You could just go with the template's requirement without further embellishment, relying on the rest of the character creation to show how you're more than just a carbon copy of that character type, as with Marco, Michael Carpenter's high concept, Knight of the Cross. You could throw on an adjective or other descriptor to make the template's requirement um, to the template's requir template requirement to further define your own take on the idea, like Molly Carpenter's high concept, Wizard in Training. You could mash up the required high concept for the chosen template with a role of profession and society, as with Harry Dresden's high concept, Wizard Private Eye. You could combine the requirement from the template with how your character is connected to his family, such as Fallen Prince of the Wraith family. Those are all like examples of it. And you're right, those are all pretty more straightforward um, descriptions. So maybe that is a better way to go. Uh, especially if it speaks more to you personally. And, uh, and if you're just not feeling like the other one, if you don't immediately think of times like, yeah, invokes and like compels and all the stuff, then, um, then go for it. It does seem like the, that the high concepts specifically are a bit more, um, a bit more like sort of basically worded. Yeah. And they've gone a little overboard on the, the whimsical wording. So everyone should start thinking of high concepts and, uh, and writing them down. Do we, does anyone want help coming up with a high concept like right out of the gate? Some people are using previous characters. Yeah. I'm Keep in mind the requirements on the written on your template that all the templates have requirements for the high concepts. Yeah. Some are very loose. Um, yours is like very specific. Yeah. Um, I'm having trouble with, my, trouble with my trouble. Say that again, Kevin. It's like dragon lackey or a toady of so and so or la lackey of toady. Like yeah, because yours has to specifically cover the um, the deal that you made or the something deal. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, to read it specifically. It is. Um, where is it? Options, musts. Oh, high concept. It speaks to the bargain. Last champion of autumn or Faravax's toady. Um, what what do you like as the what do you like as the sort of general theme of your deal? How did you make the bond? How do you make yeah? How did did you go hunting for power? Were you approached? Because uh, like toady clearly is like that has this particular like strong implications to it. Are you are you the servant hired. of this thing? Do you did you Do get you into serve the interests of this thing, but you're still yourself most of the time? Being a agent. I do, yeah. Like, he's definitely kind of his own person most of the time, I'd like to think. But there are things that he has to do. Like, I mean, certain <laughs> missions or quests that he gets sent. So it'd be like, it's more like a, a job that you can't get out of in your mind. Like you are, you're employed by this thing and you've got to do the things you're hired to do. But like, but you know, most of the time you're doing your own thing, but it's like, you better not take too long to complete that job. Um, I think thinking kind of, of uh, what's the, what the dude's, what's the dude's servant from that one English wizard book? Dobby? No, not that one. <laughs> the one you really liked, Mr. Something oh, and the yeah, other Mr. Yeah, yeah. they're just, no, just like the fairy. Yeah, that's the ones. Mm. But you could be like man name. servant. You could be. I could see even like bonded, like a it bonded does say, servant. It does say no. such, such champions are usually more victim than anything. Power such as theirs come at the price of dark bargains, be it a lifetime of thankless servitude or sacrifice, their eternal soul, or other such petty things. <sighs> um, I do like the idea of him being kind of like a little bit like this is his life. Like he knows that he 
can't resign. He's, kind of, he's stuck there. So this, so this, yeah. this is his life. How long life? has he been in it? Oh, Since he was a kid, was he adult? I would say, yeah, maybe like 10, 15 years or something like that. Okay. That's a long time. Yeah. So this is this is like it's now like a routine part of his life. Yeah. Like he, he is he is comfortable with this thing that he is, which makes sense for like at character creation time. Um, yeah, I think it'll require a little more brainstorming to figure out exactly sort of that nature. Like, how does it, how does it implicate him, and what the, what are the sorts of things he has to do? And and we have to sort of base a high concept on that general idea. Um, I think we, like yeah, having like the general gist of it, though, just him being like a beholden to someone. Like, what yeah. kinds of things does he do for the dragon? Uh, is he securing literally treasure and wealth? Is he securing territories? Is he securing allies? Is he killing people for him? I do picture him killing people, doing tasks like having to, like so like anywhere from like mundane tasks of like driving people or escorting people or it's kind of like the right hand. I'm, I'm yeah, the right hand. Right hand. Right hand. Right hand. Right hand. It, it would also help like figuring out what the dragon's motivations would be, because for example, a dragon that is like. Dragons hoard all kinds of different things, so. Could he have the right hand of the dragon? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, that would that, yeah, that works for almost anything, and then we don't have to figure it out, and you can shore it up later. The right, right hand of the dragon. Right, right hand, hand of the, the dragon. dragon. Right. We got to give the dragon a name. The, right the one that's known as Faravax. You would have to be Faravax, or is he dead? If if we want it to be if we if we want it to be a true dragon, the tr like one of the like true dragons, but I I feel like that puts a lot of. Also now, saying in the some right ways, having of... it be of a, uh, a a heavyweight class, like a plot device level guy, yeah. gives some freedom because the plot level device things are so high that they actually have less interest in like the specific going. They're just on. like get it done. It's like yeah. get get these sorts of things done. I was thinking, um, put it in comparison because I think like Knight of the Fairy Court or like the Knights of the the True Cross Knights. The Michael guy, whatever he is, yeah, like they're essentially in the same position, but his is he's bonded with like God, and the fairy court guys are bonded with like the head of the fairy courts, which are right up there with dragons. Yeah. So, like for example, the, here's an example of a uh, lesser dragon, and I think he's from like an adventure. I think this is a specific like, yeah, it's a thing or a city or something. Anyway. His name is Sing. To the unknowing, Sing seems to typify dragon kind. Every time I've encountered him in the Never Never, he's worn his natural form out of a four-legged serpentine oriental dragon with golden scales and long, sinuous whiskers. On the sole occasion that I've had the misfortune to cross paths with Sing in the mortal world, he appeared a short, wiry, Eastern Indian man of middle age with greedy, dark eyes and an unmistakable aura of self-aggrandizement. If you have to deal with him, choose your words with caution. He responds well to flattery, never forgets or forgives an insult. He's quite uh, ostentatious about his role as Faravax's right-hand man, although whether the dragon sees him that way or not is something I don't know. What I do know, however, is that he's a weasel. Over the centuries, Singh's goals have wandered from the straight and loyal path. Uh, glance around uh, his demons... The home thing. Uh, ...shows that he has begun uh, sequestering away tidbits of his own wealth, uh, feathering his own nest with gold, gems, and durable artworks. Whether Faravax is aware of this... Uh, um, collection is also unknown, although if he's aware, he's not yet taken public umbrage to his actions. So it's like, that's sort of like a guy, he's like... Was he like the right hand of Fairfax, but he's also... Th this, guy ha this guy happens to be, yeah, also but he's clearly trying to like a little bit like break out of the zone. 
Um, but he's a dragon too. He doesn't have much about his motivations. Yeah. Okay. This is oh, a lesser see, dragon. Even, you were even this about. lesser dragon, lowercase dragon, is a plot device level character. Yeah. Yeah. I and I like that it I mean it can turn out that this lesser dragon is the right hand of a bigger bad <laughs> or bigger. However, he is quite vulnerable to flattery and being treated like a real dragon. I like that. Yeah, it'll also be fun to look at different traditions. Like his total refresh cost is uh, yeah, seventeen dragons, and possibly more. English dragon. Uh, and even in the yeah, Bible, there you know the dragon is like a kind of a demon or beast. There's kinds of different kinds. They have demons in here. Yeah. That's a thing too. I'm uh, keeping the same high concept and trouble. What's high, your high concept? concept? Werewolf ex convict making right. Cool. Uh, and trouble when I'm a wolf. I'm a wolf. I like that. That's a good. Um... Demain or demean. Demain. So they're saying it's Latin for domain. So many of those letters are not being pronounced. Domain or demean? Domain. It's very close to domain. But it's domain. D-E-M-E-S-N-E. It's a very weirdly spelled word and it's pronounced... Demensis. It's missing... Okay, thank you, Thoth. I was way off. Um, domain. Just say domain instead. Domain. Uh, uh, cool. Okay. Are you? So I think we're on, on the way towards yeah. towards oh, yours. Yes. We're gonna figure out what the dragon is. There's a little bit more pressure on us to like come up with more of that story. Okay. What else we got? Okay. So Clay is a uh, heavy-handed terramancer. So earth magic and doesn't have a lot of restraint. So I like it. Heavy-handed Earthmancer, that's good, because... <laughs> yeah. Earth. yeah. Cool, you don't want to put the blind thing in your... I was going to make that in your high part concept. of the trouble. Ah, that makes sense. The yeah. trouble? Blinded, blinded by, by ambition. ambition. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Uh, that's pretty good, because it's the truth of what happened to your character. Yeah, yeah, literally and figuratively. Hmm. Uh, grown! Clever wordplay! <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. Uh, does anyone else in our last minute want to spend a little brainstorming time on their thinking, high concept? I was thinking begrudged ghost whisperer. Um, I sort of like the idea that he gets calls randomly in the night by like families in the community because he has to come and like maybe exercise the yeah, ghost. Yeah, or like some sort of elderly person. That's like, his like job. In a coma the pachinko machine is haunted again. Um, and then the next no. morning he opens up his ramen shop. So he's just like constantly exhausted. Um, and just tired, and he sees ghosts everywhere because of this ecto site. He definitely. Uh, I like it. It's a really good. It's a, it's it's a great high concept. That's a starting point for a low power character. Like yeah. he's begrudged. It's like it keeps him up at night. It's a power he has, but like everyone here is like they're toes in the water. Like you're yeah, not yeah. super powerful people. Like you have just enough power for it to make it where you're just exhausted all the time, and you're kind of like, is this even worth it? And eventually, as you like gain more power and have more like mastery over it, it probably would, it'll almost definitely change from being begrudged to something else. I mean, it, we have no idea what that could yeah. develop to. So he's. I like that. It, it it's a good it's a good sort of it's a good starting starting power specific to that. And he's just he's just trying to stay zen. He's trying to make all the way through it. He has to you know maintain discipline in his life. And he's following his bliss. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. the idea of a guy who's exhausted and stressed out. He's like, <sighs> is any exactly. calm blue ocean? Just yeah. need to is get... he a younger guy or an older guy? No, I'm still trying to think through that. 
both. Mm-hmm. He is neither young nor old. Um, I had a thought, which was we kind of ran to that last time when we did our playtests, is having some idea of why we are all adventuring and doing shit together. Yeah, your why. Figure out your why. Well, that, that's kind of the personal why of why are you going and doing whatever you're doing, but also like. Why yeah. are we doing all this sort of well, Are we part of like a super friends group the, or like the neighborhood watch against the supernatural? Super the, the, background, or the background thing I remember It helps. really helps bring that because it's like It connects stories. Because anytime there's a problem that's bigger than one person, you go, wait, I've interacted directly with two other people. I think I we we really went heavy with that before. And it's actually one reason we ended up with your uh, I Bump Back, because it really gave you like a, a push, yeah. like a reason to. I think it's a super critical, important thing and will help avoid a problem that we've seen in the past, which is having that question not answered and then it's sort of confusing in the narrative. Yeah. Um, I think what, what might make sense is to go through all the phases, get it all there, then give a reality check on each character. Is there a why in all of this? Is there a strong... Do we look at the character and everything that's written there and it's clear, of course, you'd be going to that abandoned warehouse to go check out the, the, the corpses, you know, crossing the police line and checking that out because you want to help out, Oh, are you throwing out, that right? away? And if there isn't, we can figure out how, like what we need to right adjust to make it happen. Okay. Um, so that is path. the end of our oh. time tonight. Oh, wait, Dan, did you... No, I'm just trying to... I have trouble with my trouble. I'm trying to figure out a good way to phrase it. It might just be as simple as everyone has some good in them. Everybody has some good. There's a there's a good new. I really like that. As find a the trouble. good in everyone. Say again. Find the good in everyone. There was a or like I patron saint of lost everyone. causes was one or something. I've seen that. But one. I don't think patron saint. That's if you were Catholic. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's um and I don't like the lost because lost causes acknowledges that someone's a lost cause and I think that his trouble is that. He doesn't see people as a lost cause. Oh, I think, I think it's the an Harry excellent... Dresden like later build in the Paranet files had a thing that sounded kind of like that. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's definitely uh, a super interesting thing in Michael Carpenter's character is gets him into trouble because he will he's he's a he's a champion of you know Christian God and it's like you will always give someone a chance at forgiveness at redemption. Yeah. Even so I was putting him I in like, a very I like the inspiration position. of that, but I definitely want to even not... I see the good in all. So Whether or not it's there. That's, I, I, think that's, I like that. I see the good in all people. It sounds positive at first glance. But what it's but saying the trouble is, is... He like, sees, yeah. He will... He might see stuff that doesn't really exist. Some, it, sometimes it might not actually exist. And sometimes he, he it causes him to hesitate. I believe... I like that see because it, to, it, to him, in his own written trouble, it is... Affirmative. He is saying, yeah. "I do see it." Yeah, it is there. Also, I'm looking forward just to just using you don't see it mean it's these there. great one-liners because searching like for like, God. you know, good good quotes like this, you just get one does not I, I have to be an angel. Really so long. Happy yeah. Yeah. See ya. We'll chat more over the week. Yeah, yeah. Until we meet. Whatever that is. Yeah.